Ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Houston, we have a problem. We have a We on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. What you're seeing here is a mirage. Mirage. What's going on, everyone? It's Jaren from Jarenism back with another live video for you. How lucky are you? Extremely. It is Friday. It means it's time for another Jaronism Friday Lounge. Thank you guys for joining us. I named this one number 37, Insane Normal. What do I mean by that? I mean the insane new normal. This world has gone crazy. And I do have some people joining me. Thank goodness. Uh, I'm not alone. We've got Rodrigo Ferrari Nunes here. Rodrigo, welcome to the show. Hey, Jaron. Thank you for having me. How is it going? Uh, very good. Very hot here. Um, and yeah, thank you for having me. Looking forward to what... Uh, what we're looking at today and i'm excited all so. kinds of fun stuff as always we also have uh karen b the best voice in probably the world karen welcome to the show thank you for having me yes appreciate yeah. it how are you what's, what's new i'm going i'm doing great i've been very busy because it's it's summer and it's that you know it's a busy time of year out in the country but I I, would not I thought know I had time to join today, so. Good. Welcome to the show. I'm happy that you're here. Would love your take on a lot of the insanity going on. I know you're out there fighting the good mask fight. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Uh, trying to treat these people like they deserve to be treated. Uh, we also have Iru Landucci joining us from the land over and across. Iru, what's up? Hello, everyone. Uh, here we have a really nasty winter. So I'm a little jealous of you guys <laughs> living in the summer with mask. Oh, That's boy. it's one of my dreams. So have you seen? Uh, I have to show you this new mask. Where did I see it? Oh man, now I probably lost it. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this one here? No, no. Oh no. god, I actually saw somebody no. wearing one of these at the grocery store. I got to show people what I'm talking about. Wow. No, the last the last uh, thing, thing that I saw, which joke. was something really cool, was the uh, invention from NASA, that kind of necklet that supposedly clear your air surrounding like oh, one God. meter or something like that from your face. Thank God for NASA, you know. Yes, man, they are everywhere. So to start 6 .99. off, six point ninety nine. To start off, I'm just going to show a little bit of. Uh, oops, not this. I'm going to turn on. I was watching before the show, and I know a lot of people have their own opinion about Alex Jones. That's fine. Have your, you know, you can have whatever opinion you want of Alex. Um, you can think what you want about the America's frontline doctors. If you don't know who Del Bigtree is, he's amazing. I love Del Bigtree. Uh, I love what he's got to say about vaccines, and that's kind of the point of watching this. Del Bigtree, if you didn't know, got removed from YouTube, just joining the long list of people that are having their channels shut down for no reason he's a, a huge vaccine expert or uh, you know uh, anti-vaccine guy and he's on alex jones this morning and it just ended so uh i was gonna watch a little <laughs> bit of, yeah i was gonna watch a little bit of it with uh, everybody today but obviously and i don't think you can rewind on their live video i recommend everybody check that out everybody yeah, find go ahead here no, I remember, uh, sorry for, because it was a little delay in this comment, but it's not anti-vaccine, it's pro-no-vaccine. Thank you. Yes, Okay. pro-no-vaccine, there you go. 
Um, and, and again, I mean, he just makes so many great points, and he's, he's just he was just killing it today. And so you can think what you want about the Alex Jones show. Uh, today's a show that I think was absolutely worth watching. Uh, I've been watching it for the last, what's this have here, 55 minutes. So for about the last hour before the show started, I was listening, and it was absolutely fantastic. And Del Bigtree has so many good things to say. Um, you know, he was just on all morning talking about vaccinations, obviously measles vaccine. I mean, all the things that you hear, all the arguments that you get, uh, you know, he talks about sitting across from Fauci and asking these guys, like, why don't you just do a blind study? Why don't you just do a, a study of these are the vaccinated group versus the unvaccinated group? And always they'll refuse to do that study. Why? Because in the kind of studies that they do, when they do look at those things, it's all the people that are vaccinated that are getting sick. Um, and causing these problems. And he's just talking about the fact that now the vaccine program is falling apart, doesn't work anymore. And basically all these things are wearing off. I mean, I thought one of the greatest things he said, and of course I can't say it as good as he did, but one of the things that he was talking about was that this whole goal, everything is, is big pharma trying to make money, right? If you really think about everything that's being done, and this is so blatant that what they tried to do with this whole vaccine industry and everything is to make money from doing what nature does naturally, from what your body does by itself, from what nature does by itself, which is basically if you get sick, you get immunity. Um, that this is what your body already does for you. And they attempted to make money off of that idea. And that's what the whole vaccine vaccine program is from the, from the very beginning. And, you know, he made a great point where he's like, you know, some of you probably do need vaccines. Talking about people who drink Coke and drink Pepsi and eat McDonald's every day and eat Big Macs and eat Burger King. And these people are so toxic that, you know what, a vaccine isn't going to uh, really affect you. You're, you're, you're already toxic. What, what difference does it make? You already live a very toxic lifestyle. You drink shit water, fluoridated water. Uh, everything you do is a very toxic lifestyle. Uh, taking medications, taking pharmaceuticals, that, you know what, a vaccine won't hurt you. So, you know, to those people, more power to you. So, and I'm in agreement with him. If you want to take a vaccine, by all means, take a vaccine. If you want to vaccinate your children, by all means, vaccinate your children. But uh, do not tell me what I should do with my body. Uh, I take care of my body in other ways, so I don't need a vaccine. My immune system works just fine on its own. I don't need to boost it. I don't need to help it. I don't need that. And if I get sick, I'll get sick. And that, I'll fight through that. And that's my choice, right? But what they're trying to do is completely take that choice away from you and make money while doing it. And it's a absolute and total joke. So uh, definitely people should check that out. Let me see if he came back with them or not. about don't do the impossible you know if you think it's impossible you're never going to do it let me see do if i can find it just to play a little bit of it would have been great but i don't think you can rewind it's with sovereign show. individuals so that's i mean that's anybody know how to use this website that's why i love you know what we well do i'm sure you guys together, will be able to find it so uh, definitely look for are. it uh go to band.video i think you can usually find uh, shows uh, i don't go to you know, i don't go to uh, Alex Jones Infowars much. I did start there uh, just to show people what happened with the Owen Benjamin thing. I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you guys see that news report? This one here. Uh, that Patreon lost. Yeah. yeah, Patreon lost the lawsuit. It, it's a funny lawsuit because at first, Patreon then sued basically all of Owen's patrons. 
by saying that they couldn't file for arbitration. There was basically all these people, you know, Owen basically got shut down from Patreon. He told all the people that live in California to, uh, you know, go ahead and sue Patreon to go for basically arbitration, which is going to cost them tens of thousands at least per each person. So you're talking potentially millions of dollars. And Patreon then changed its terms of service and fired back at um, all these people, basically suing them and saying, oh, no, now we're suing you for going after this. And it's hilarious because if you look at the the actual tweets here, um, uh, it was great because it, it basically backfired on them. I was trying to find... Um, the actual posts, and I guess I saw them somewhere else. But basically, there was posts from people basically laughing at Owen and his fans, like, ha this one backfired on you guys uh, when they tried to arbitrate individually, and then Patreon changed its terms of service, <laughs> which is not going to work well, right? I mean, you can't just go change your terms of service, and uh, that's what they basically did. Uh, and now, they're, you know, they lost the lawsuit. Basically, the judge came out and said, uh, here we go, Patreon then sued, oh, so this is a good, good story here. Um, Patreon then changed its terms of service in an attempt to stop this from happening after the claims were all filed. Uh, this was their change in the terms, basically saying you can't bring a claim against us for suspending or terminating another person's account, and you agree you will not bring such a claim. If you try and bring such a claim, you are responsible for the damages caused, including attorney's fees and costs. <laughs> Patreon then sued Owen Benjamin's backers for attempting to receive arbitration and filed for a preliminary injunction to stop this from happening. However, earlier this month, the judge in the case ruled against them, noting that their changes in terms of service was tantamount to them changing the rules in the middle of the game. The formal judgment was revealed on Wednesday, with the ruling being solidly based on previous California legal findings. Patreon will now have to go through arbitration with each of the fans and will not be able to recoup any of the fees, even if they win the individual cases, which is going to cost them no matter how you look at it. Uh, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not uh, millions of dollars. So uh, check that out if you are interested in that. Any comments there? Yes, I hope that Patreon right now don't be shut down because now is my only uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only money that I received to leave. So wait a little bit until you know maybe YouTube give me back the monetization thing or something well, like that. Well, this is the joke. I mean, think how much money Patreon's making. Yeah. I mean, Patreon is doing fine. They're doing just fine. They'll be just fine. Um, it's just it's what you get. You get what you get. You know. I mean, I, you don't know how else to put it. Uh, you get, you're gonna get what you bargained for. And if you go and change your terms of service in the middle of something and you incorrectly set up your business and you try and take people down who, as far as I know, Owen didn't even post on Patreon, um, which is what I learned from him was that, you know, a lot of people yeah. who are my patrons might wonder why I don't post there. The, the reason why is because the second I post there, even if I post a link to a video that give them, gives them ground to terminate my account right now, how could they terminate my account? I don't post anything. Right. Yeah, and I, I, in fact, I follow that same advice right. uh, that you talk about it. And and if you just extrapolate this thing to what uh, they are going to be capable to of, of doing to us in terms of because right now they use the platform, but of course in the future, no, you know, near future, they can go with uh, credit cards or, or bank accounts or whatever. Uh, right. You know, this is just a fractal of that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and uh, the show may be a little short today. We're not really sure. We'll see how far it goes. Um, 
one of the things my wife has been asking me for the entire time she's been pregnant and I have not been a good husband because I have not obliged she really wanted to go swimming <laughs> that's her like her biggest thing she wants to go swimming so we found a place to swim so we're going swimming today and tomorrow so if we can stop a little early, that'd be great. That's when we get on the road. Yeah, we're, about... going, we're going to the neutral point. Ah, oh no, sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what is it? Uh, I neutral, used neutral to love lab. swimming in the ocean. Mm. Hello. You we hear you. You used to. Okay, love I used to love swimming in the ocean when I was pregnant. I don't know about your wife, but that was my favorite. Was to go swim, go just out past the break and float in the seawater. Wow, uh, that's the best. I'll have to give her that advice. She just wanted to go to some pool, and there's no pool near us. And of course, with everything shut down, it's not like you can go to a public pool or something, right? Of course, hotels were shut down everywhere, and they weren't letting people in the pools. So it was like this kind of nightmare situation where she just really kept saying, I would really like to go swimming. I'm like, yeah, I'd really like it too. I don't know where the hell we're going to go. We don't know anybody with a pool. Uh, obviously, we're in a city where we don't know anybody at all. Um, but anyway, we figured it out, so we're going to do that today and tomorrow, so we're very excited. She's very excited about that, her more than I. But I guess she's just excited about being weightless for a period of time. So we're excited about that. So again, if we keep the short the show short today, that'd be great. I don't know if you guys saw yesterday, I did a um, live stream with Alex Stein. We took some calls. We did that on DLive. But one of the things that we did yes. at the beginning uh, was talk about the launch. I don't know if you guys saw it. I'll bring it up now. We can talk about it. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Please. this. Yeah, you really want to talk about it. So this was the launch, of course. This is Perseverance going to the great uh, planet of Mars. Some 50 to 150, whatever they claim it is at this point in time, a uh, mi million miles away, and they're going to drop this thing into the atmosphere, and it's going to be this little uh, rolling remote control car. It will have a uh, helicopter attached here, did you know? Yes. Yeah. And a helicopter, yes. Uh, here was news uh, also in the in the media. So. And uh, the helicopter is supposed to go 15 feet high. And, and the mi micro, mi mi so micro, how you how you call microbiots? No, how is the name in English? Microbial? Sorry. Microbes. Uh, supposedly, oh, they're gonna re uh, trying to research about the oh, yes. my, my microbiology, yes. <laughs> macro life that supposedly is in Mars. Of course, right. Ama amazing man, amazing. They cannot test, you know, they cannot avoid false positive here on Earth with something that they know, but they're going to, <laughs> you know, discover. They're gonna send equipment and discover new micro micro life in Mars. It's yeah, exobiology, man. Oh man, yeah. yeah. They they take it out of the usually look at stuff in volcanoes, bacteria that survive in volcanoes. Then they come up with the extremophile idea. Then they say that it's going to work on Mars, and that's probably what they do. They'll find these things already on the Earth on these remote locations and pretend it for Mars as usual. It's per, per so that you are saying that the volcanoes now are sick. Are sick because it has bacteria. <laughs> put a mask on volcanoes man yeah and, and so again i mean i i understand everybody's got their own opinion of what this actually is i know dave weiss continues to think that it's a balloon with smoke coming out of it i, I, I don't know to me it's it's simple i i do believe that you can it's, it's, a missile. it's a missile yeah that's exactly my belief you can create missiles humans have the ability to create a missile and launch it out in a certain direction 
Um, they can go a certain distance, right? Uh, one of the things that we know for sure is you can't see very far. I mean, if you think about a plane, um, how mm -hmm. far do you think you can see planes in the sky? I'm talking about distance away from you, right? Mm -hmm. um, east or west or, or, or horizontally. Uh, not very mm -hmm. far. I mean, if you think you can see a plane five, ten miles uh, off in the distance, mm -hmm. um, I don't think you can. You're just not going to see through the atmosphere. So we're about to watch the, this launch. Uh, you reminded me of the missile that Ido was showing one day with right. uh, Putin. Remember that one? That was <laughs> yes. Flying, <laughs> was flying through the hills and everything. So I have good. everything here to to make uh, 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 my first screen share after okay, Sharon's good. presentation. I love it. So yeah, I'm just going to show this, and, and this is what I think is so funny. You know, you watch this, and you have to remember that the distances and the uh, speed that they're telling you are just what they're telling. You, okay, and there's a reason why. I'll stop this again. There's Look a reason why you've never. Yeah, that's supposed, supposedly steam is what they're saying. Supposedly this gets so hot it needs to be drenched with water and the thing gets so hot that this is steam. That's supposedly their story. But uh, here's what you have to remember. That you'll never see a rocket launch from the side view. Why? Because we saw the side view one time. Remember, Ira, we looked at that, the side view of the SpaceX launch where basically the thing went up from this side, went up, and then went down. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you'll, they won't show you the view from the side. Why? Because it will be painstakingly obvious that the thing is not gaining altitude. As it is with this, if you just use your mind and are not in awe of the miracle of space travel and what a great human species we are and how fantastic America ingenuity is, if you get over that, you'll start to realize the hoax. So here this thing takes off and you just have to think of how quickly and we're going to be watching down here in the lower left um, the so-called or the supposed speed and distance. So this thing's taking off. Uh, and in a second here, we're going to get, I believe, hopefully. Um, to go yeah, at 22 times the speed of sound, how many of those uh, shocks that they should have, right? Those, those kind of breaking the sound barrier <laughs> should be one after the other. So it does once. just be continuously booming and <laughs> it's so funny because we were i was watching this the other day with brian we were looking at this and it the thing just goes up and then it's like almost immediately it starts pointing down even when they show it to you from their angle right exactly. they, they can't they can't fake that it's going down it's just what it is that's what it is and they just have to rely on people believing that oh it's because the earth is turning and it's going so far in the atmosphere, not even taking into account, you know, uh, angular size for what it is. And should you even see it if it's going that fast? And how is it even going 6,000 miles per hour without, you know, disintegrating? Right. <laughs> and this is supposedly, yeah, just so right. people can see this, this is the miles altitude. It's not kilometers, not anything else. This is miles, and this is miles per hour. Um, so again, within 35 seconds, and that's even if you count, you know, this thing slowly lumbering up. Within 35 seconds, it's at 10 miles altitude, which is higher than any commercial jet, 52,000 feet, right? So it's already uh, hard to believe at this point. And then, uh, as we know, it's going to go up, and it's going to, as we said, start to uh, level off, flying horizontal with the ground. But again, if you watch this thing, this thing just lies to you just completely and totally lies to you and tells you this thing. Look how fast this thing is saying that it's rising. It's it's rising a mile or two miles or three miles every second. 
I mean, it's like three yeah. miles a second. And now this is leveled off. This is now flying down. Okay, it's no longer gaining altitude, but look at the altitude. 39, 40, 41, 42, 40. It's going down. 44, 46. This is heading down. See, there it is. Now it's already going down. Yeah, hold a pencil. I mean, there's no, if you're looking at this from any angle, it cannot be going up. It's not what it uh, the, like. the thing is, the thing is that, uh, and I'm going to play the devil's advocate Please. or something like that. I, I always uh, listen to you guys uh, saying that, that, that word. Is it, is it Diablo? Abogado, yes, abogado, lawyer of the devil. But uh. the, the thing is, so leave just the idea that now is not going down, but at least it's horizontal. At least, okay, I'll give you that. At least it's going away, right? Horizontal. Yes, it's just in in the in the you know straight path yeah, to that's the a, that's horizon. What that Chinese missile that you show, right? Exactly. Two, yes. two angles, yes. and I'll you give can you see that. it's going away. Uh, I'll give yeah. you that. It's going away straight line. Just into the into the you know the missile graveyard in the ocean. Yeah, I'll give you that, but Eventually, it is not yeah. rising at basically one mile up. per second. <laughs> you know, it's just not. And again, this is just a lot. I mean, they have it set basically. Look at they can have it set to rise. Look at the, the yeah, it's actually going exactly. I mean, that's a widget that you program, right? Yeah, it's just I easy. Mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's just simple. And then it can just no, get a little bit faster. That's difficult to do, man. Oh, so difficult. <laughs> yeah, look at that graphic. It's so futuristic. It's, oh. it's impossible to human do that. So no, you can tell it's connected to all their machines, right? The sensors real time. Oh, and that just jumped four miles. <laughs> so now we've got 70 miles in altitude. I mean, people need to think of how far 70 miles is. I mean, you can barely see an airplane at five miles. You know? Right, and this is seventy-five yeah, that's miles. Way too far for seeing this. No, but it's ridiculous. Wait, does it? Does, shouldn't it get to seventeen thousand miles an hour at some point? Or does it do that? <laughs> Carlos Pagan. Carlos Pagan. Oh, it's supposed to go it. faster than that to get away from Earth, isn't it? Yeah, the escape velocity. Carlos Pagan, you are a joke, dude. Do not send me any more super chats. I don't want your money, so you can make your nonsense comments. He says it looks like it's going down because of perspective. Go ahead and believe that, dude. You are so sold on because you because you. Let installed... us to analyze that today. Okay, we ahead. can analyze, and we'll at analyze least that. you need to give us the, 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 the right to think that it's in a straight path. Yes. So exactly. how much fuel has to keep going where? Look at this. Exit, gonna exit, fall. Exit that looks like it's path. going down. Yeah, yeah it's not even a question. It's pointed down. It's not even a question. How unless you believe, Unless you believe in space <laughs> so hard because you hooked up a few DirecTV satellites and you can't believe anything but what you've been taught, it looks like it's going down because of perspective. Look at this thing. If you think that that is flying up, it's gaining altitude, man, you just you lost, it. You lost it. Again, believe what you want. Believe what you want. I don't, yeah. You can, have, you can have totally you uh, some, some of them explode. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like the if you look back into the 1969 film with Vernon Von Braun talking about going to the moon, they, they you when you look at the Apollo rocket, it actually explodes in a couple of frames and then it cuts to the inside in this 69 movie. So it's, it's uh, yeah, either it's falling later, uh, it can go horizontally for a while, but it's definitely not going up. No. Uh, and again, and, I don't know how to explain it, yeah. it better to people that if you take a pencil and you hold it up above your head and out in front of you, start to angle it where the pencil is pointed up, where the pencil is pointed down, where the pencil is pointed away from you. And clearly when you get that angle is when the pencil is pointed down. Okay, if it's pointed, it may be horizontal, maybe like Iris said, maybe horizontal, but if you point it up, 
you get the underside of the you don't get that side of the craft. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, you see with the clouds, right? As the clouds go away from you, you see them flat from the bottom lowering towards the horizon. You don't see them spinning or turning and And then they show you this and I'm sure Carlos thinks this is real. Why? Because well, because the thing is it's going away from you because of perspective and this is the next I view mean, you get. Can you just compare that to an ISS picture? Because it already looks like what it looks like from the ISS. <laughs> it's like, it's a, what's the difference? Yeah, it's It looks the like same. they're using the same backdrop. And they're, again, 225 miles, and you can keep watching things just jumping. Uh, but again, it's supposedly flying up in the sky. In the sky. Oh, oh they put that? a lot of their ice particles in this one, too. To oh, kinda... that's another thing. I think it's on this screen. Is it on this one? Or... I had a, a screen up yesterday where see all these little fragments flying. They were flying even in the other screen often. Hopefully it's on this one. I'll show you what comes up. It was like a basically just telling you that it's all bullshit. But again, people can believe whatever they want. Carlos, if you want to believe it. They're believe flying it almost like back towards the camera or something sometimes. So that would be impossible, but kind of looks like that. Who, who knows how kind of they layered this in their CGI program. It looks really fake. So I don't know if you can but, see these little pixels that are showing yeah, up. Like little. I, I, I don't see. A, I, I don't see a fake really uh, in terms of my eyes. I just see a, a missile to maybe 25, 30 kilometers up in the sky, going in a straight path with a fisheye lens. It, it's nothing fake. The, 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 the thing is fake is that they don't show the complete uh, flight of the rocket. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, they just, I just I, comparing this to the, the, the to the rockets. Story. You know, the, no, maybe. the sounding rockets. You know, they they go up and they go fast, and they don't they don't get all this ice. That's what I'm I'm just questioning questioning why all this stuff. You don't do you see this all the time? Uh, this much of it, uh, it just looks slightly different. But, really, oh, but you, yeah. you can you can argue that maybe the condensation because this rocket has more fuel and it's more uh, heat you know accumulate more heat and maybe when you go up there the temperatures are really low so you can you can have condensation whatever the, uh, you know you have first in the first step condensation and then that condensation get freeze okay the thing is maybe it's not right. Maybe it's miles not... would be, you know, inside the layer that, I mean, of course, so the, the, you, you said 20 miles, right? You said something. Yeah, else. a little more, maybe 30 miles, you know, and, and yeah. you can maybe, you can maybe see that behavior in the, uh, in the gas house spread, which is something that spreads very, in a spherical pattern, like not, there is no pressure there to keep it, you know, more in, in the shed uh, stream way. But there the are examples of missiles doing that, right? That spreading yes. pattern and when they explode yes. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes, exactly. real, real so quick, the thing me, is, real quick, let me just the point thing this is, out. Let me point okay. this out real quick, and then you can go back to that. You show, but, show, okay? Yes, show, yes. Man. Be quiet. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> do, do you see how it's like breaking pixels here? Like um, you'll see these little squares. I was trying to pause it on one, but you'll see them flash across the screen. It's like, oh, the the feed is breaking up, and it's getting. You'll see it here in a second. There's like these little square pixels zero you have to tell me what they are i'll just see if i can pause on one but i think it's hilarious that they're showing these little broken pixels here and then the next screen is their logo screen but the broken pixels are still there okay see right here hero yes add compression okay so then see again and then you can keep pausing it and there'll be more and more of these it keeps happening right so you just saw one over here I'm playing it in slow mm -hmm. okay broken pixels uh, compression, whatever you want to call it. There's, here it is more. Here's a big one right there. Here's some out here. Okay, so see those squares, the little black and white squares that are appearing over here a lot. 
I'm sure everybody mm -hmm. can see them. In a second, you're going to see it switch to th their their logo screen. And why would there be compression issues on the logo screen? Your, what, what would be the possible reason for that? Oh, well, uh, we don't know the source of the transmission. So maybe they are receiving into computer. The computer take it from... Uh, it's like, for example, I don't know, maybe... Let me just explain with example on StreamYard. I am using the, 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 the data from StreamYard to uh, replicate and resend it to YouTube via OBS. So on the logo, on the StreamYard, I could have, uh, uh, you know, uh, compression, uh, yeah, pixelation in the logo of the StreamYard in this case. The thing is that, for example, even in the NASA logo could have, you know, uh, patches of bad compression so i never upload never upload a video from the iss with compression errors because that things happen that is not a direct uh, confirmation of that they are faking it in some studio that yeah, things but happen this all is, the, the time compression error doesn't happen on the launch it's, it's only happening here on the supposed yeah, video from the to the antenna they can say that i mean I am not. Uh, I, I'm still so the, a guys. Yeah, but so the, the screen is <laughs> the frozen. Thing is that the they, screen is frozen. They can, they can use any argument for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, one, one question: Do you think this is a live feed? Well, that is the question, and then I mentioned that maybe this was recorded and then you know uh, creating that in some uh, in any uh, not in some in any uh, um, compositing software because we don't have any proof that they are live for me it's more easy and i say that many times if before like uh, it's more easy to send a rocket film real footage and then use this and combine it with a, uh, a picture of the rocket or, or some animation of the rocket but for me this guy have the technology to film that it, it's not uh, that doesn't prove anything no. that is a rocket in the upper atmosphere but I Nothing more. Find it, don't you find it a little bit strange though, Iru? Like when when you see the video from like the view that we were just watching, it's always with like the Earth below the rocket. Like you never can see. It's never any other view. And then, then the rocket's not spinning at all. Like not even a little bit. You would think that if it was a rocket, that there would be some sort of, you know, na natural rotation as it's turning. But it seems to stay in no, one but they, position they, they, yeah but no. they don't use, they don't use the thin uh the thin in the in the lower part of the rocket to make a spin that they use in the sounding rocket because you only have a very uh, narrow window of thrust so, so you, need you to think spin this you think this video here is real that altitudes. you think this video here is real well this is the part that they can combine things and I can show you the, the techniques. Uh, yes, we don't see. I, I, I don't see nothing. I don't think. I don't see nothing that is related to, for example, microgravity right now. Mm. There, there is nothing that tell me that that thing is in a heliocentric model. That is something that I want to make gotcha. clear. Gotcha. You know, this could be. This could be filming in real life. That the, uh, this could be something that could happen in that uh, lower altitude, whatever. But nothing tell me that this is a heliocentric model, and you that know, you know, that that is a real time live feed. 
Right. No one my problems made the rock, of course. No it's like it from the YouTube uh, or the the, the uh, main station of uh, NASA, of course. That is live feed. I just think and, that it's it's obvious to me that they try and make it look very. Uh, they basically, I think they add these compression effects. I don't think there are any compression effects. I don't think it's any because you wouldn't have compression effects that accidentally leak over the logo. But here's one thing I could do. I could add little squares on my live stream right now. I could add a lot of little squares and I could pretend yes. like my live stream has compression effects. And the way you would know for yes. sure that I did that is when I accidentally put up the, the title of today's show, right? If I switched right now to this screen and all of a sudden you saw the compression effects happening on this piece, you would know that I've faked those compression effects because it's clearly not a layer. It, it's clearly not if they're showing. Yeah, it's layers. I mean, it's clear. There's no other way that you would, oh, we're in space, and now it's a difficult video, and now there's compression effects, and then show and me the lighting. logo, and then the and logo has compression lighting. effects. Why? Could How? be, could be, could be either. I, I, I think, uh, for one thing, one thing that, I think that always catches me when I look at these things is that how you never have a sunset and a sunrise that look at all realistic. Because when you're looking at uh, this every day, uh, you see the, the amount of lights there, the different colors and stuff that happen in the sky when the sun, sun rises and sun sets. You never see this in NASA footage. And when you see it, which is that super fake ISS stuff, the Don't Pet It series with the, with the Aurora Borealis and stuff. And in that one, you can even spot these. I spot it. Wait. Stars, even the stars man. why and they can, can configure a camera to see the stars man i mean what kind of camera is this what kind of cameras this is the best that they can do and then again see how the screen paused the screen paused but you still have these compression effects flying through and then there they are on top of the logo like what is that it doesn't make sense to me I'm, I'm, i don't understand it even from a video creator standpoint if i had somebody out on the street for instance uh, doing a live stream right now so i've got my wife out she's doing an interview and somehow i'm piping that video feed into my live stream into my obs if her live stream had video airs or had compression effects going on that would be one thing i can understand that it's a live stream there's no connection but then if i switch to my logo how could the logo also have those same compression effects how is that possible um i don't think it's possible uh Ira, do you want to show oh, we can finish this off but um Basically, we I mean, it, it, it means that they're if they're doing this for a reason, it would be to add some sort of uh, authenticity to yes. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's making that's people only... think it's incredible. I mean, it's the worst camera views of all time. This is this is a terrible camera. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you should have cameras all over. You should have this going into a website where you can click the cameras and look all over the ship absolutely. and inside. Sure, and oh, yeah. you should have HD cameras. I mean, when you're talking about the cost of this mission, anybody who says you shouldn't have HD cameras on this thing is kidding themselves it's crazy it's just stuff. stupid it's just stupid to me i mean so if this is the only camera we get i'm gonna call fake until they ever show me something better why because I mean, for me so there's a problem already it. here look at the shadows not really changing the on, on the actual ship here that there should be there should be changing all the time the this just looks so f that, that there's nothing coming from the earth itself and shining back onto the ship and i've seen and they, video, they, they, they make mean, many of these mistakes Iru and i've talked lights. about it before i've seen video before where they do these uh mm -hmm. practice launches or they're not practice launches but they're practice burnings of these engines and they put them in these black boxes and this is exactly yes. what you see it's exactly the same it's yeah. exactly it the same. and they have no and, like and i show before it orbit 
Huh? It looks like it's already in orbit. It's not supposed to be in orbit yet. It's not even supposed to be close to orbit. And well, look at it. Well, it's already... It's 425 miles. Mm-hmm. So that it's like the be, ISS. Yeah, it's already, oh, seriously? Yeah, it's way past the ISS. <laughs> Whoa, look at wait, those clouds How there. did it get up there so fast? Why does it take everything else so long and this one oh, got up it's there so, so fast? It, it, this is the thing. Think about when they launch supposed astronauts to the ISS. It takes days many hours for this thing to get up there okay well whatever did anybody see what happened with the two uh knuckleheads that were supposed to come back from the iss doug and bob or whatever <laughs> yeah, those, oh my goodness, those guys are... they were supposed to come back yesterday weren't they or was that yeah. today and land yeah, in the water happened did it happen i don't know i saw i what i saw was like a bunch of people talking about it like i didn't even want to watch it it's like astronauts coming back and what it was is like NASA officials talking for one hour about it. Oh, I don't know when they're supposed to come back, but I know they're supposed to land in the ocean, which is different than they have been for a while. They've been landing. Um, what happened? Kazakhstan there? or whatever in the desert. I know. I'm trying to pause it there because they. Um, I mean, how does that? How did it get there so fast? Nothing ever gets there that fast. No, yeah, <laughs> or at with, least it doesn't seem like it. Within, you can't get there. Within three, three minutes. minutes so wow. Uh, the, for the, well, I mean, how long did they get to seventeen to four hundred? How many minutes did they get to four hundred? Within miles? within three minutes, they're already at the height of the ISS. So really, what they're saying is that you should be able to put people in a rocket, send it to the ISS within three and a half minutes, and then it docks. <laughs> the acceleration then is way more. Well, I mean, Chris Hadfield, he says it takes 8.5 minutes. Oh, is that what he said? To yeah, get to he the says ISS? it What? To get to the ISS? Yeah, well, he tells his story, right? That he, how the rocket rumbles and everything. And he, when he, there's this TED talk that he talks about how he got blind in space and so on. And yeah, he says that it takes uh, 8.5 minutes to get to 17,500 miles an hour. So, Iru, my, my issue with um, saying that this is just a camera on a missile is c- could you not take some point on the ground here and calculate how fast it's moving and then say, oh, it is moving at 11,000 miles per hour? Well, maybe for the mathematicians, that could be, or for the physicists, could be easy, yes. That's a very good idea, the, the, actually. The, the thing is that you have, you know, right now you have very, you know, low parallax uh, also in the right. background the background happening it means it's closer or something is wrong there right because they're... something like that yes so Indo, but wouldn't wouldn't it be possible for you for anyone who knows 4d studio to model the supposed altitude the supposed velocity and the land features to see whether that makes sense so that would be a lot of work Again, repeat it because I didn't understand. Sorry. If is if someone were to model this on 4D Studio, with um, uh, with the with the altitude, what they're saying here, the altitude they're saying, the velocity they're saying, and then the size of the baller, would that? Uh, no, that is not something that is complicated. The fact, the, the problem is right now, for example, you only have, for example, for for take a. A measurement the clouds and you don't know how are the size of the cloud for example you don't have buildings you don't have um, land uh, land masses nothing like that in that particular uh, view you have to but you would know at least what's the altitude of the highest clouds possible right something like that yes you need to take the time and analyze the weather uh, right. report right. And, and make 
complete. It's it's a little difficult. Maybe I don't I don't think you need so much for for. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I just the whole thing I was watching. I just didn't agree with any of it. Uh, even when you get to this thing here and it's telling you this inclination degree, which I'm guessing is the incline of the craft, is it 29 degrees incline? Well, well then, if it's true, then how would you not be gaining altitude? So, I mean, there's just so many problems I have with it. Of course, I'd probably have problems with it no matter what. And then, of it looks course, like a lightsaber. What is it doing here? Now it's just lightsaber. We don't have a camera yeah. to see it do these crazy moves, right? It's got to start spinning. That's not what I was calling it yesterday. <laughs> 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 no, you oh, know, the guy NASA, called, NASA uh, has uh, sent a lightsaber. But touch <laughs> NASA, NASA did send a lightsaber to space oh, at 11:38 a.m. And, and you know that there's a THX 1138 film by George Lucas, so to celebrate that, they did send a freaking lightsaber into space to the ISS. <laughs> and then, so if I'm, at some point, Seriously? this thing is going to blast off to Mars. Is that right? I mean, that's that's yeah, shit. Yeah. And look at this, this is like time until signal acquisition. So now it's just flying out in space and they can't get a signal of it. I mean, who's buying this shit? Oh, we need a, well, a lot no of people. Guy like Unfortunately, there is a lot of people that fight. <laughs> Karen, you need to be a little bit louder. Yeah, Karen, I can barely hear you. So, uh, eat your microphone a little bit more. Get on top of it. Okay. Actually, actually, NASA shuttle launched Luke Skywalker's lightsaber to space in 2007. I'm going to also hear for you guys. Fantastic. So, I mean, I just don't, I'm not buying any of this. And again, people can buy it all they want. It's just meant for people who have a deep infatuation. It's meant for Carlos Pagan so that he can feel incredibly uh, secure in his belief that the Earth's a globe and that humans are great. The United States is great. We're sending things to Mars. And in 10 minutes and 50 seconds, it will reacquire the signal with the craft that they just sent out into space. And they're going to reacquire the signal a mask, in 1045. It's just such a joke. And what are her pictures here behind? Does they have anything to do with it? Look, at, they're even looking at CGI themselves here. It's just a joke. Again, total joke. Uh, all right, Iru, you want to do your share screen? No. Why is she wearing a mask by herself? <laughs> don't ask oh, I don't boy. get it. <laughs> Actually, guys, they're saying here that the oh, astronauts are going to return in a couple of hours or less, hour and a half. That's when it starts. And they are gonna drop How come the two the guys aren't wearing a mask? Is this like Sharia mask law? <laughs> I don't know. And they are right next to each other because look, you can see this lady down here is the same lady as this lady. They're right next to each other. But they put them in separate boxes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. This is the ULA sign of this thing. Okay. Okay, you ready? No, let me just oh. one minute more. No problem. Uh, okay, and. Uh, I don't know. It's not working. Something that I'm making right now here on the. We can wait. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, no. That I, I, I have. Uh, I like to prepare something to share, but uh, I'm gonna use. Supposedly, right now I'm sharing, and I'm gonna make like a. An organized presentation. Okay. So it's gonna be like going everywhere. Um, and we maybe we can. What? Do we have to take notes? Yes. No. No, we don't. Yes, no. <laughs> no, no, because this is just, this This is, uh, it's not something that I'm prepared, it's on the fly, you know, because we Unorganized. Gotcha. tackled this 
yeah the, we tackle this uh, subject first of all um when you talk about lunches or, or filming lunches uh from not only from nasa and, and i am not claiming that every one of those rocket lunches is filming by the same company but the first thing that i did in the past was going and trying to know who are behind it and apparently the guys who film also blue origin and also spacex or at least a few rocket launches from spacex and nasa it's the same company it's called flight line which is a really particular name uh you know talking about the flight flight uh, uh flight line or no? flight level this is a company uh They are one of the, and they are partnership with NASA and other agencies. This guy was behind, this company was behind also from uh, Red, uh, Red Bull Space Champ, from the age of space, supposedly. And also the guy from Google that, so what I'm trying to say is these guys are at least involved in space and all these uh, type of, uh, rocket launches you know here you can take a look uh, of the official web page uh, they are from the 70s i believe uh, some of the family members of the the owners works from the 70s uh, developing uh, long range optical tracking because and this is for me things that i'm start questioning uh, which is the speeds of these uh, things you know because We, we must be think that uh, before they take out the, the um, secondary booster or the primary boosters, they are going like 10,000 kilometers per hour, something like that, which is something that is really, really fast. So they developed this type of equipment, which came from an old technique from NASA. There, there is a few a telescope Uh, set up with uh, modern cameras in the eyepiece. Of course, in the 70s, in the 80s, NASA used the same technique, but with regular cameras, film cameras, 16 millimeter cameras, uh, that type of thing. And they develop uh, these type of machines to, you know, just, uh, it's like a regular uh, crane stuff in films you have some levers that you just start moving in circles this this kind of uh, handles here which is calibrated to have a very very smooth movement in the pitch and the uh, rotation of the equipment of course in our days they also use um, this type of antennas to track so, so, and, so basically and, it's a super tripod like very yeah strange. it's a super tripod on, on the top of a truck mm -hmm. uh, that is what they use you know it's this type of thing mm -hmm. you know it has multiple cameras uh based uh, connected to a telescope but the thing is that you know i mean this is the guy behind a lot of rocket launches and i'm start thinking well maybe if they are not physical there well they provide the equipment and the technique so that is the first thing to question in in this uh conspiracy quote-unquote behavior of us right why is like one company to go there and have the technology to film these rocket launches and a lot of people maybe start questioning and saying well what about china rocket launches or, or russia rocket launches whatever make your own uh, research 
Um, so this is the type of machine they use, okay? Even for the space shuttle. So they came from a long time ago and they are in the, you know, in the industry for a long time ago. So this is the first thing. The second thing is if we start to compare things, uh, let me, because they are also a super fan of UFOs, aliens mm -hmm. and things like that. And that's coming out now. The, apparently, in the New York Times, they're saying sorry, if, trash uh, retreat, it, it, trash, uh, sorry. No, it's not sharing the audio, right? No, uh, we're no. not hearing it. Okay, let me just sorry for that, guys. Yeah, that's why okay. I was speaking. Um, yeah, now they they're claiming that there's been a crash has been retrieved, and the Pentagon is going to release some. To it. They have more UFO stuff that they're pushing. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's his in. in Tracking mm. our days. So let me just sorry for my Spanish in the background, but uh, I was trying to, and that oh. is my phone. No, that's my phone. Give me, give me one second. No problem. Iru's oh, taking a call, so I don't know. This is. Uh... Yes, give me, give me one second. That I open the door and get back. Sure. One second. No problem. You can pause this if you want. Iru. Uh, thank you for the super chats. Uh, Cleary says mass tards on Mars sounds like a bad movie. Uh, I don't know what that is. Z Pandio Mind 13 says it's going ascending because they say so, even though I can see it descending. Again, believe what you want, guys. I mean, this is the great thing about YouTube. This is a great thing about free speech is I'm going to stand by my opinion and you can stand by yours. And hey, we can all get along. Uh, you can feel free to, to believe in remote control cars on distant planets floating in vacuums of space and helicopters flying on those planets. and Helicopters get, you know, flying yeah. on a planet that has supposedly 99% the atmosphere that Earth does. 99%. And it's gonna Lead. get up, it's gonna get up Less, 15 right? feet in the sky. It's gonna it's gonna get 15 right. feet high, and it's gonna take pictures. And this will help prove that life. It's so asinine and re and they, ridiculously stupid that anybody they proved would it in a chamber in a vacuum chamber with a with the atmosphere from Mars. That's how they do things. They, so, that's how they do the extremophiles. They throw bacteria inside a chamber. They say they they recreate the atmosphere from Mars. And if it survives, then there's life on Mars. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the kind of it's, nonsense. And if you think about the money being thrown into st such stupidity, you, your family, <laughs> nobody you know, nothing is ever going to be affected on this earth uh, mm -hmm. by what's going on in these space stories. But it's just yeah. like Hollywood. People love it. It's space yeah, crack. That, I... Space crack. Yeah, that's why they have to push it so hard because people really don't care. I mean, they had, you know, Richard Hoagland was out saying there was civilization was on Mars and this and that. I mean, that was years and years ago. And the, the thing is still didn't, you know, pick up. I get back. It's boring. Kind of kind of like the moon landings, right? There's nothing exciting about it. Sorry, go ahead, Iru. Go ahead, Iru. Okay, uh, no, sorry for the... Uh, so the thing is, for example, and, and there are, this is... Uh, I'm gonna be talking about things that we have already uh, talked about it but the thing is that first of all is the angular resolution the distance that you can achieve of uh, filming this type of uh, launches the of course the perspective 
the uh, speed that this object has and there is nothing on earth that you can compare and say okay that rocket it's going <laughs> 10,000 kilometers uh, per hour there is nothing to and in fact all the senses that we use it's telling us the that that thing is not going more than maybe 3,000 kilometers per hour if they reach that speed that for me uh, for the size and the weight that these things has is something a little impossible so let me just speed up and remember this is an unorganized presentation mm -hmm. so this is for example uh, this is the theory behind the uh, flight to orbit right that supposedly you get rid of the you know primary uh, boosters and an altitude approximately 60 miles up in the sky mm -hmm. and then you just have the tiny rocket that we see going in a straight path that we discussed early and the thing is with this type of cameras and uh, we don't see even the sound barrier break it just like that for example in this case so this is telling you that this uh, rocket right now it's going more than 1200 kilometers per hour right mm -hmm. because that is uh, with this type of uh, physical uh, barrier is break it yes so from that point from that point to the uh, part of this booster are uh, taking out it's not much difference in terms of speed. True. So the, the thing is, in which point this heavy rocket reach 17,000 kilometers per hour? Once it's flying straight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's continue. I, I speed up the video just for not boring anyone. So they start doing these camera changes and right now, right now supposedly in theory this space uh, rocket it's about 80 kilometers mm -hmm. up in the atmosphere which is something insane mm -hmm. and 50,000 kilometers per hour which is <laughs> impossible nah. it's impossible yeah. from the standpoint of the camera resolution the uh -huh. distance that this telescope film the clarity of the video the, uh, the you know the size that you can see this space uh, rocket, yeah, which I is a, even the aerodynamics of the craft, right? It's impossible because the, you you still have atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> because you you can you can tell that with the smoke of the, yeah, the <laughs> and the fire on the rocket booster. You have atmosphere there. You are burning, you know, air, oxygen, whatever. So this is impossible. And if you are going, think about this, if you are going at 15 kilometers per hour and you have a turn into the atmosphere, this thing is going to break apart. Right. Because you are not going anymore like an arrow, you know, trying to avoid all the friction of the air. You just, you know, take out these big boosters and making spin and fight with the friction of the, in the atmosphere whatever that friction is because they're gonna tell you no we have really 
uh, we are really uh, low in, in terms of the molecules in the air, so there is no such a friction, but I see fire, man, there. Yeah. <laughs> and what is the I fastest... See what is the fastest like jet plane and and how i gonna i gonna just... i gonna yeah. show that too uh, uh, that, so. that kind of disintegrates right at much lower speeds well at least you must have some kind of other behavior like it, this is my opinion so what i'm saying is you don't have any direct confirmation that this thing is at 80 kilometers 15 kilometers per hour entering into the edge of space and this is applicable to 15, yeah, all 15, rocket launches, not just this one, okay? 15,000 and then also 80 kilometers is 50 miles for people wondering. Yeah, sorry for my, uh, yeah, I, I use a metric uh, system. Don't do that anymore. <sighs> sorry guys, sorry. Uh, we, we, can, we can count in Chesuit per, per hour <laughs> or things like that. Yeah, exactly. So for example, if you type a speed record uh, into um, Google, you're gonna reach that in seven, uh, 1976, they break the record worldwide in terms of speed with the SR-71, reaching, uh, reaching uh, 3,500 kilometers per hour. So when you start thinking about this, is this is the, 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 the plane, it's, it's like a thin paper, you know, it's like a thin paper in comparison with the space, uh, with the shuttle rocket. Yeah, yeah, the heavy round shuttle. <laughs> Shh, look at that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, like a, it's, it's like only a for one razor. person. <laughs> you, know, you cannot yeah, put even your Coke on the... Right. Okay. So, and this thing, uh, you know, fly uh, around 20 kilometers because it's less friction up there. And even on 20 kilometers, the, the spacecraft uh, start to expand and came back to the Earth at really high temperature. And leaking. So, and leaking. And we are only talking about 3,500 kilometers. Not even a quarter of what you need to reach space. That's right. <laughs> Debunked. <laughs> so we have the Lockheed Air 71 at this speed. In comparison or versus to this huge thing reaching this of course they're gonna say no but this final speed is in space okay but for breaking the karma line you need to reach 17 one seven no that miles, the, miles i think isn't it no no in kilometers yeah you need to reach in kilometer is one seven kilometers per hour before entering to space and then you supposedly you reach uh, the the rest in space. Uh, the escape velocity. Yes, exactly. The escape velocity is like, it's it's a really. It's gravity, man. You gotta break it. Yeah, yeah. So then you have all these tests just for comparison. For example, the this is the I believe in our days this is the the speed record, but it's not taking into account like uh, a plane because it's not a plane it's like a missile with a person on top but i, I think this is not verified the speeds uh, some of these uh, they're not confirmed but this it's is the one confirmed. that yeah i think isn't this the one that new armstrong supposed to have piloted? yes in the 66671 <laughs> 66671 uh missile 
But again, this is like a, this is like a, an intermediate state between the sounding rockets and the space rockets. This is in the middle. You can put a person, but still it's a missile. It's a sounding rocket, a little more big, with all the characteristics of a missile. You know, all the things here and things like that, but with a person inside. <laughs> so it sounds this, scary like it because it, it sounds scary very man right very dangerous Aren't yeah go really high with that too though they were trying to go as high as they could uh, like 350,000 mm -hmm. feet or something like that right it was ridiculous ridiculous and you have this arrow in comparison what with uh, whatever because it's not just uh fair to compare only with the space uh, shuttle also with the other planes or whatever this is nothing in comparison even with the with the sr-71 and this thing reached only 7,000 for a short period of time and nothing more and the and uh it looks kind of like <laughs> a boat doesn't it almost looks like a boat for me and this is yes and even this prototype even this prototype which is a cgi spoiler alert cgi uh, the background is real. The background is real. The spacecraft is a complete horrible thing. Nobody's going to get in there. But the fact is, this prototype supposedly gonna reach 11,000 kilometers per hour. So we are not even in the middle of what you need to reach space. Yeah, that looks like a paper plane. Yeah, it's a black paper because they love black things. Looks like a shoehorn. It's whatever you can imagine because it's 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 not going. They don't put any morphological things, so you can imagine whatever you want. But the thing is that how this thing reach seventeen thousand kilometers per hour before sixty kilometers. And that's if, the that's the break of the sound barrier there. Yeah. You don't, from, you don't have to even break the sound barrier to see that, by the way, because uh, I've seen planes at air shows just mm -hmm. doing tricks and they get that effect over their wings and they were not going anywhere near fast enough to break the sound barrier. So that's a myth then. That's just, you, you can see a sound barrier, but you have to hear it too. If you don't hear it, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. You have to hear it too, because uh, I grew up in also in the Bay Area, right where there was a uh, Moffett Field, mm -hmm. and I used to hear them uh, flying those jets, and they would break the sound barrier until they made it so they couldn't do it anymore, because there was also a lot of earthquakes in the Bay Area, and nobody knew if it was an earthquake coming or if it was somebody breaking the sound barrier. So they made it so they couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> so it's very loud, then. Would you hear it? Yes, it shatters. It shakes oh. windows and stuff. If if you don't hear a sonic boom, nobody broke the sound barrier. That's all there is to it. But the effect can happen anyway, some sort of atmosphere. But that visual effect, you can see that without them having to break the sound barrier. I took pictures of it myself. I have an, a picture of an F-22 doing tricks, and you could see that over all of it. Like, that just kept happening. I mean, is that important here, do you think? Because, I mean, it's so funny that when, on all their launches, there's never a supposed sound barrier break, right? No. And that is why I am start thinking what happened, man. I mean, why is not that possible happen? Right. 
stop happening anything recently? No, it, it was more no the only thing that I saw it's with this space shuttle. Mm -hmm. And I, I, well, you can argue like, uh, I don't know, maybe the size of the rocket and how is designed is for not showing to the people the sound breaker, <laughs> but the sound variable. You know, things like that. They can argue whatever they want. The thing is that this thing is not even close to 5,000 kilometers per hour. So, and that thing happened with all the rocket launches. There is, it's just a missile going fast, of course, and fast enough to take out from your view, and then it's going down. No more than that. I don't know that that's going anywhere near fast enough to break the sound barrier much less leave quote-unquote earth orbit it's already turning so fast the way it turns or whatever it earth gravity it spins yeah. fast so i can continue if you if you like let me just yeah, uh for example this same company using the same method they film the rocket balloon of uh of um felix van garner and just for imagine this, I mean, if they have the capability to film and record a space launch going 15,000 kilometers per hour at an altitude of 80 kilometers, why they cannot show a really super nice crisp image of a thing at only 38 kilometers up in the atmosphere? This is the maximum of that camera and this is the best that we get. Which is a pretty impressive, of course, but remember that at that moment, and this is saying from the, 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 the team uh, of the Felix Van Garner, the size of the balloon is more biggest than the Statue of Liberty. It's a monster, right? This it's a monster. But is this, this is for real? You think this is real footage? Then do you think it, it is yes. really at 38 kilometers high, do you think? Or do you think yes. it could be less? You think it is 38? Oh, no. No, yeah. I think it's 13 because I compare with a lot of other uh, space um, a, a sounding rocket and other launches is, and mm -hmm. it's completely it uh, technical, technically speaking you can achieve that altitude but the thing is that because I, I, I saw all the conference that the team behind the flight line gives like a TED talks and they, they talking about all the challengers that they need to pass film this uh, starting for creating like a own atmosphere a personal atmosphere to the camera mm -hmm. for not getting freeze the camera outside, outside and a lot capsule, of exactly, exactly yes mm -hmm. and a lot of other things and one of the things that uh, they 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 are worried at that time was that maybe our super super telescope camera they are not capable to, resol uh, to res uh, resume the definition for film this tiny capsule. And this is the, be the best that they can get. 38, 38 kilometers, this is the best resolution they have. So explain me to me how they can film a rocket at 90, 80 kilometers from the ground with that size and with that uh, quality of image, that thing is not more than 30 or maybe less, 20 kilometers. And then they switch cameras to CGI computer information. It's my opinion. You can contradict my opinion, you can 
argue or you can show us another thing. But this is from the own people that film and develop this technology that they're still in use in our days for all, at least in terms of the United States. Uh, uh, yeah, it is the lines. size of the Statue of Liberty, but it's way <laughs> larger, right? It's, it's, the, it's, the a fat, it's, it's a fat McDonald's, post-McDonald's Statue of Liberty, yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> Something like that. So this is and the... That, you, you look at that before you showed us how NASA had some of these uh, different balloons, uh, how long they can stay up and how high they can they stay. Some of the, some of the, it's months at a time. And then the, the, there are some larger than Felix's, right? Even. No, I don't think so. Uh, I, The, 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 the ones that they use for film the Earth uh, and make experiments, no. I, I believe this is one of the biggest uh, balloons they develop. The one that Felix von Gartner used? Yes. Uh, yes. The Earth and uh, an That, I believe. So, this is a different time period of uh, using this equipment because, remember, these guys used this equipment from the beginning of times in terms of the space uh, industry. Well, this is the angular resolution thing, and, and, and I'm talking over in the video, explaining and, and saying why they, they are concerned about the angular resolution. And remember that telescope, for example, that guy is filming this building only 50 kilometers in a straight line, of course, passing over all the atmosphere layer. It's not the same thing to, uh, you know, film uh, to the sky because um, you're going to have the Uh, less atmosphere to, you know, get past. Uh, but the thing is that we don't have cameras to reach, uh, you know, a, a <laughs> an arrow or a spacecraft uh, going 20 kilometers, uh, 20,000 kilometers per hour and still film it very soft and very nice and I don't, I, I don't get it. How they, if they what about that telescope there? What's, what's the property that it has? The one that has the, the combination of lenses that was yes. just on the screen. Uh, is that supposed to look farther or to magnify uh, more? The guy, the, the, this guy is talking about he can see the ether with that combination thing. Let me just bring. Well, Mr. Bradbury, this looks like a conventional telescope, but I gather it isn't. No, no, it's far from being a conventional telescope because it isn't split up in the lenses. Most of the lenses in this telescope are at the eye end. Down here, you mean? Yes. yes, there's only one object lens at the other end. What's the purpose of having so many lenses? Well, you can't get the power without. You must have the power to bring the object very much closer. Uh, with a conventional telescope, you can't do that. I would have thought mm. that every time you passed a, a beam of light through an extra lens, you'd lose a bit of light. Yes, that is so. That you do lose light. But looking at objects in the sky, you don't need to lose it. Looking at your map of the Earth, it looks to me... <laughs> His map of the Earth. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is a guy that it's very interested guy. But I, I just put this in the video because I trying to compare, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, other other uh, type of telescope and how many yeah. lenses and types of telescope we have today in our days but uh, you just uh, you, the only thing that you can do is just uh, magnify the object you, you cannot you know, bring right? things yeah that is why you need 
uh, an object to magnify. You cannot see <laughs> object behind the curve uh, with a telescope. It doesn't matter. You cannot see from New York to Spain or to Portugal, things like that. And then, then I, I just post, uh, sorry, I just mentioned this, the great telescope of the Paris exposition in the um, uh, beginning of the 20th century. And just for comparison, because this was at the, the biggest telescope ever made it in our human race. It was a size of uh, gigantic. I mean, like uh, hundreds of meters <laughs> in terms of the size. I don't know if you are aware of this uh, uh, telescope construction. Uh -huh. Of course, the shares are, into it are to, behind this. To make it work. <laughs> it looks like Yeah, they make it work and they, and they take a picture. And that is why I believe that until we get something filming out or, or passing the, the 30 kilometers, we cannot conclude anything because we are just filming the screen called sky in terms of the object that we film from from down here. And what I'm saying this, this is the Jesuit behind the idea, of course, of this biggest telescope, you know, Morex. This is the guy who developed that big telescope. And this is the telescope is look at the eyepiece this <laughs> this is the eyepiece mm -hmm. all right this is where you put the eye <laughs> not not this size here but this size here oh, okay. <laughs> yes it's in the other in the other side and you know the mirrors was two meters uh mirrors which is very you know high mirror uh in terms of the of the size of this telescope and you have all the, the 60 meter uh, was the size of the telescope, 60 meter long, which is a very, you know, this is the setup for the telescope. Jeez. Oh no, it's amazing, man. I mean, so how was... did they? So if it's that long, how did they ever change the? Did they ever change the elevation of it, or did it just always only look at one elevation? It was only look at one elevation, at one um, single object, which is, was the moon. And then, I don't know why, they destroyed it. Like Don Petty said about the technology of NASA. <laughs> they destroyed it, huh? They, yeah, they, they take out the, the project. Really it, curious is it, is thing... Is it a world fair? No, or not? Is that a world fair? Yes, it, yes it's a world fair, yes. This is, this is a setup. So the person get into, I believe was into here, you need, yes. And then you have all the, <laughs> it's insane, man. I mean, <laughs> it's insane. This is the, cool. here you can see all the straight path of the wow. telescope. Look at the mirror. Of course you're going to destroy something like Jeez. this, right? It's, it's, it's not unique. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like a building. Goodness. But the thing is that you imagine. Sorry, Karen. Sorry, go ahead. Can that mirror be like a death ray? Like, what if they point? Look at it. They could move it around. Yes. What if they reflected the sun off it? They could burn. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can burn your eye <laughs> right away. But I don't think they use in the daylight. I believe they only use in the nightlight. Thank goodness. And but the thing, but the thing is that when when you see this kind of thing, you imagine that okay, well we can see the flag of United States. I know at that time, the United States doesn't reach the moon yet, but you know, 
that is the kind of resolution that maybe we have with this huge, super huge uh, telescope. Well, no, the fact is that the moon was looked like this. So, so that came off of it? Yes. So for me, this is, you know, the, the atmosphere is the lens uh, or the screen that you are filming. So everyone see the same way because that is the top line. You're just filming the projection of an object at that uh, at that height. That is why I showed in some uh, other uh, last week show, I believe was, I, I don't recall exactly the day, but when you see the moon from a stratospheric balloon passing all the all the atmosphere layer, you just see a tiny, tiny white point. So small. Super small. And if you compare with a real life experience, for example, when you are driving uh, in the straight road with open landscape, you can see the moon rising is huge, super huge in comparison when you have over your head. That is, and that happened because the atmosphere is a lens or a screen or whatever you want to call it. So every observation that we made here from the ground to the sky is going to be an apparent object super magnified and blah 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 so i i just showed this for the purpose of the of uh, of the show and uh, uh, then i believe i have something uh well i i talk about the setup of the cameras that they use to fake the uh spherical earth how they create uh and you know how they set up uh because all the cameras that they use they use 4k cameras man why nasa never used that in the rockets you know you can put a camera like this and then in some part of the flight you can just uh you know take away the camera and with a parachute you make landed on the sea and the ocean, whatever you want, and you take the camera and say, we have for the first time in 2020, a 4K video from space. <laughs> we are, you know, still justify that type of thing. The people start justifying that we don't see the stars because the aperture of the lens is not set up for that. It's insane. It's insane. So they really take care how they set up that thing because they put in this um, in this manner because that is the correct way to have the horizon more in the top area of the film frame so you're going to have more pronounced effect in terms of the um, lens distortion so they create this um, mock-up rig of the space uh, craft or the capsule space so they test all the camera angles because they want to tell a good story uh, and that is on purpose and because when you use this type of uh, cameras they say here that they create this special environment for the cameras but the fact is that if you have a, a straight horizon and you go up in the sky and you put the horizon line on the top part of the film frame when you apply um, 
uh, lens distortion, like a fisheye lens on things like that, you're gonna have more pronounced. Let me just uh, more go curvature, up. of course. Yes, you're gonna have more pronounced curvature. So of course they using this, and the only the only time that you see like a level camera, it's just from inside the capsule, and that is why you can determine that at that height you cannot see the curve because the earth is flat, of course, but also because all these guys really planning things. They they work with NASA, they work with SpaceX, with Blue Origin, right. with Virgin Galactic, with they are not, not dumb, you know. Right. They, Again, sorry, Jenna. It's not a mistake. No, no, no. There's not a mistake. No. Everything is super planned. Everything. <laughs> they are master of the seeds. Uh, they put a any... little alien in the control room for that day, <laughs> and they film it, yeah. and they film it. And well, the, the, here is the guy uh, explaining things. And just for, uh, can I have five minutes more? You may have six. Okay, thank you. So I showed this, and for example, when you go to the Flightline Films uh, YouTube channel, they only have a very poor videos. Something that we can address is, for example, the because they also work for Samsung. Everything that is official and they need to show space, <laughs> they contract the Flight Films guys. Okay, uh, so we can analyze this, but before. Uh, something that for me at least is well here you can see the test of the fisheye lens in that orientation with the capsule right. I'm gonna open that door and it will step off that capsule free falling back to earth and breaking the speed of sound then I will pull my parachute and land on the ground safely it's an actor he's very well connected with uh, uh, high rank people Freemasonry people I don't know if you know about that, but he's a military guy and he is in connection with that type of uh, people. It's not just a regular guy, a sport guy who wants to break the samba. And this guy was the first that NASA, uh, he was the first guy behind making the first jump uh, at 34 kilometers up in the sky. So this guy drives all the mission and he's an ex-employee of the military industry. So they keep everything is in secret or compartmentalized without any doubt, you know. Um, another thing is, and maybe I can take this uh, example for cl clarify, because I know there is a lot of people that believes that this guy make a mistake because you can see a champ with the brand of uh, Red yeah, Bull. That's not um, true, yeah. Okay, that is because they practice two champs, right. two real champs, and there are different days and different missions. That is why you can see those uh, different stickers. And then the other thing is this: these guys for me are amazing. I, I it's they are the best, the best motherfuckers in the space agencies nice. uh, world. <laughs> Everybody, take a shot. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, because these guys from France, 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 uh, they never, they never uh, even worry about showing the same, same, exactly the same uh, footage. One, that, you know, another, another, another time. 
Remember that one that you, you had from from years ago? That you had how many you had? It was the same footage, six or seven. No, no, what? More than thirty from the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of the company. <laughs> and that is why I say that they film from real, and then they use that and make this adjustment uh, adjustment in 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 uh, compositing software. That is my opinion based on what I'm researching. But let me just put it more clear. Um, <laughs> what I'm talking is because I have my 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 folder of, of all these crabs, uh, the satellites. Because Argentina sent uh, like ten rocket with these guys, so they keep the money from all those uh, rocket launchers. They usually they usually sell stuff. We don't have extra South, money. South America, right? Yes, they specialize. Yes, they specialize uh, with the third third world countries. <laughs> they are not dumb. They are not dumb. That's for sure. But what I'm saying is, these guys from the beginning of the uh, Ariane Five uh, rocket mission, they are all, all the time. They use the same footage at the same, you know, approximately at the same time. They shoot the same the same footage. It doesn't matter what mission it is. So I stop because I get bored. Of course, I stop the last flight that I, you know, uh, um, go live and share with the Spanish community was the VA two four three. All right. Now I'm showing the two fifty two, and take a look. Nine kilometers a second. Yes, it is. Do you know why? Tell me why, Josh. Uh, tell me why, George. Nah, these guys are amazing, man. This is the wow. best one. Where the space shuttle, you know, take apart the the primary booster and things like that, there's still heat and friction. Plenty of time. And that thing is, come on, guys. Well, it's gonna happen. Do you know the altitude we need? Speed. I'm sorry, we need to separate the satellites. I think it's nine kilometers a second. Yes, it is. Do you know why? Tell me why, Josh. It's because the satellites are going into geostationary orbit, and that is the speed roughly. And they use the same thing. Wow. The same video, the same thing, one more time. <laughs> so they don't show to the public. They don't show nothing that is a direct confirmation. That's more than the just the space shot, uh, the, the 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 rocket part, the the um, sorry, the launch part. That is a real thing, but they 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 shoot uh, the same video feeds. The same video footage with the same god rays and <laughs> everything is the same thing. The clouds, the the. At which the Earth turns, and the the geostationary orbit means the satellites are hovering over one particular point on the Earth. So this is the I mean, biggest scam ever made to what humanity. Do, what else do people need to see? I don't I don't understand where you know somebody like Carlos Pagan is. Is this also have to do with perspective? Is that what we're? Is this? You can't clearly see that they're faking each of those. Yes, perspective of how you live your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I almost want you to start over and explain this again because people don't realize what you're saying. Explain what VA two nineteen two twenty two is on the right hand side. 
again, okay, this is the Ariane 5, one of the biggest space company from Europe, because Europe use Ariane space program to put on in orbit all the satellites, like the Galileo satellite, all the space, the Europe, um, the, the Europe space, space Agency. It's this one. It came from France. Nobody, you know, Spain, Portugal, England, Germany, whatever, they don't have the capability to launch a satellite in orbit. So this is the NASA from Europe. And the NASA from Europe, from the beginning of the uh, space missions uh, of the Ariane 5, because you have Ariane 4, Ariane 3, but if you go and trying to find records from that type of uh, uh, early times, you will not find any video footage. You know, the Ariane 4 is just the rocket launch part and they just, you know, go to TGI directly. So the Ariane 5 program was the first time that we as a people, a civilian, can see supposedly the real-time event. So from the beginning, from the first launch to, more, to our days, which passed 252 launches, they show the same exact footage. Anytime they say, well, we are reaching the altitude to, you know, take apart the, the head of the rocket, the fire is, I don't know how you call it, this part of the rocket, they use the same thing. Here you can have, for example, the, uh, the supposedly the Intelsat 33E and the Intelsat 36, which was launched in the 24th of August of 2016. We don't have a direct confirmation that this satellite is in space because they show the same thing video every time. Have you 2008, ever seen uh, what 2015. Say to this? They don't have to show you nothing. They, they are not obligated to, yeah, exactly. And right. they just say they're hiding something. Whatever. Uh, this is the last one that, that they have uploaded to the uh, YouTube channel, which was 18 of February 2020, because then came the coronavirus and all that kind of thing. So they show the same thing. I mean, the only real part is just this. And the the, the, the thing is, it's a night, and you show a footage from day. <laughs> well, it's flying so fast, it got around to the day side. <laughs> <laughs> so this is these guys, you know, with how the French people like are, you know. It just it just goes to show you. I mean, they they don't even really need to try. They don't even really no. need to do anything no. other than give you the idea that they're launching things up there to give you the idea mm -hmm. that they're releasing satellites and, and that's all it takes and people just won't get it and I guess I mean I would love to talk to people who work for them and be like what, what is your answer to this and I think you was right they're going to say we're doing science we don't have the obligation to show you video there's the video we launched it into the sky and yeah we might mm -hmm. show you a cut film from another launch in the past but it's just to kind of give you an idea of what's going on because we don't have any obligation to show you today but exactly. they pretend it's live though they have their live commentators for each that's the them. problem and the, the, you know i already so sloppy, i've right? already shown that numerous times you know there was one i don't know if you guys remember where they launched something up and then uh supposedly the story was days later that it crashed but you can watch the video of them describing the whole launch as if the whole thing went off fine and no problem and it's in orbit 
and everything's good. And then the next day they come back and say, oh, it crashed right at the beginning because somebody saw it crash. <laughs> so they had no choice but to say it crashed. But it's like, well, why are these NASA guys talking about it like it's going up there and everything's going fine? Why? Is because they just go off the monitors. And, you know, I've showed the quote many times before where no controller sitting at any computer station would ever be able to tell the difference between a real launch and a mock launch. None. Exactly. And and if that is your answer, well, they don't need also to show nothing. You know, why they do this? This right. right. Why even show anything? Yeah. To show what? To who? Yeah, to who respond? Right. They don't have so an obligation to, to show me people, anything. People will respond this type of question too. If you're doing this like for the civilians to, you know, say, hey, we put this in orbit, well, and stop doing these kind of things, man. It's remarkable as, as well that, that the, the astronauts, they report, I have an echo of myself coming back, but they report not knowing the difference between the simulation and the actual launch. Yes, uh, exactly. Yes, in terms of the telemetrics that they receive and the telemetry, sorry, the telemetry that I receive and everything like that. That is why you, you saw this guy so relaxed because they right. are just okay. waiting right. that everything happened automatically. Right. There's no, there's no threat of something Look happening at that on guy, the screen. Man. <laughs> he is tweeted, tweeting, <laughs> tweeting, Facebooking, whatever. <laughs> and here you can see what we talked about early. It's a straight path. It's a straight path. Simply as that. Of course, it's not at this altitude or whatever. But the thing is that if you take into distance, um, for example, if this is, you know, uh, Cape Canaveral, okay. you, rocket la you, you, you take a rocket launch, you know, so 30 kilometers, 50 kilometers go in the straight path. How much the rocket needs to get out from Cape Canaveral in a straight path to go outside of the sphere? <laughs> so the thing is for example i like to compare with these type of things they never unfortunately because this is only civilian guys anytime that you film uh you know from a plane a rocket launch right they are a, a few kilometers more high than a commercial plane at least until the point that the camera cut when the camera and unfortunately cuts. <laughs> i have more than 10 10 videos from planes and nobody show you know uh, nothing no they all more. Get, they all get tired of filming it right after 30 seconds yes so this is one of the two minutes and 30 seconds and the thing is that you need to you know take into consideration is first of all the path is you know it's not a straight path okay this is not vertical because right. we know in that. the theory you don't need to do that uh, that all we agree so it's going up, it's going up, it's going up, it's going up, and then, and this is with uh, maybe cell phone camera. So that at that point, this thing it's going 8,000 kilometers per hour. That is their own math, and the guy is filming with a hand with the cell phone from a plane. Yeah, he doesn't have Amazing. a super. He doesn't have the super telescope, you know, thing that we saw no. at the beginning. No. no. Right. Maybe, maybe he is Steven Spielberg, and we don't know that. It could be. Okay? James Cameron, could be. we don't know. Yes, so here he films the, the path from the ground, you know, all the show, it's, the show must go on, and then it's not more any propulsion or, or thrust. 
So that tiny, uh, you know, at that point, maybe they start the second stage. And how much you can live from from leaving the sphere with the second the second right, right. stage. Now you're, now you're gonna blast <laughs> off into orbit. Come on. I mean, you've got over 430 miles to go. Right. Exactly. So Barely. where are you going to go? You know? Barely going up. There you have another one, for example. And this is a very low altitude plane because this is not a commercial plane. This is uh, like a private jet. So maybe it's not even more than eight kilometers, eight, eight kilometers above the sky, above the ground. So there you can see the... Um, curve path of the rocket it keep there it's more horizontal and then and then it cuts off. you know it's yeah you can see anymore you cannot see anymore it just disappear because of course they use materials reflective material to camouflage with the sky and you don't see even more thrust this at this point this rocket is no more than 20 kilometers and Boom, disappear. The guy, he don't know what more else to film. So it's gone. the other things in the sky? There so now it's in space. Now it's, uh, it's from the other side of the Pacific. It's <laughs> right now in the space. But what, what are those dots up there? Is that craft or something? That I don't are... think there are UFOs. I believe or... there are just commercial planes, you know. Other commercial planes. Up yeah, there. exactly. If you can... But if you start comparing the speed of the other planes the with same. the speed of the rocket, Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what they are talking about, man? It's insane. It's insane. So the rocket disappeared. There is no, no those, more. Those, those planes have to be higher than the rocket, right? Well, you can argue about the perspective. perspective, perspective things, yeah. But at this at this point, he traveled in time. It's the only explanation that I found. And show the path of where that plane would be going down. I mean, you can just follow the path. And of course, like you said, they make it so you can't see it that far. You, know, you can watch that cloud of smoke, but then, yeah, look at that path. Where is that going to head? What? <laughs> Maybe it's in, in, your back, in, in your back chart. This is they another one. It, they probably think it makes a curve up at some point. Oh boy, this so is this watching is... it from the plane, watching it launch on his TV screen, and then he's going to take it out of the window. Yes. Well, I believe what a synchronization, right? Oh, just so, so he's going to the sun. The sun is right yes. there. Yes. Look how the steam of the rocket is completely still. And we are supposedly rotating, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a column of smoke completely still. There is no even fireworks, man. So you can see this and you know keep going, keep going, Definitely keep going, not keep up speed at all. And remember, man, this is a space shuttle. The the, oh. the the you know the, the the type of rocket that we analyzed at the beginning and at that altitude is no more thrust. Disappear. Travel in time. And what do people no. think? That, I mean, how high is that? I mean, double the height of the plane, maybe. So triple, triple. If you want to, you go. You you, you can go triple, four so times. Whatever, man. It's not four times. There are still. A I mean, I'll give it. I'll give you. Okay, possibly double, maybe triple. Maybe so if the plane's thirty thousand, that's ninety thousand feet. Maybe, and that's giving you a loss. That's really giving you. That's it's not two hundred and fifty miles. Jokers. 
the only explanation, like I mentioned before, I know nobody get my show, is Traveling Time by Doc Emmett Brown. No, that is, I, we heard you. It's, it's the, uh, the flux, oh, flux capacitor. It's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the multiplexer capacitor. <laughs> <laughs> multiplexer, demultiplexer, it's got to be. And look how much time, yeah. uh, this is a, 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 a good one, because from this this point in time, for example, uh, this one, this was the last time you saw the thrust at two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. So you have almost four minutes and 30 seconds and no other secondary stage burn or nothing. It just disappeared and supposedly at that moment reached the 20,000 kilometers per hour to break the so if you pause it right there, I don't understand the path. The path yeah. is supposed to keep going off to the upper left of the screen, like 11 o'clock on a clock. That's what the path we're supposed exactly. to believe. Exactly. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> and keep going and keep going and yeah, you, you, you pass Hawaii and keep going and you smoke <laughs> with Bob Marley and then you reach space. Oh boy, I, yeah. I don't know what people think. But again, it's just, it's really easy to tell a story that disappears at the closet wardrobe i hate to keep using that example but it is the same you can tell people a lot of things if you say well yeah after the wardrobe begins at the closet entrance begins a magical land hey guys this mosque has a red tint but it's not underneath the sun hmm. like you know because the spherical the, the globe had said that we saw right the red the red in the <laughs> Right. bottom part of the cloud because the sun is you know right excellent point okay yeah it's all and that is perspective it's yes whatever well i mean it's, it's you know, uh, we describe it with the sunset a lot of times you know people always think that the color that you see is you know it's like when you see purples or pinks at, at sunset if somebody's over standing underneath those clouds they don't see purple and pink. no that's just and here disappeared yeah, the, the guy the, makes the previous video Tiny capsule oh, there's a tiny going from from the inertia. It's just from. So just going with inertia and then gonna fall. It's gonna fall, yeah. There you have it. In, in the previous video, it was interesting. It was the sun, how it was right over the craft, and uh, and the flares that were happening there. That was, that was the most interesting part of it. Uh, incredible. And these are, I mean, these are all. You know, make a really good, good case for you know. It's what it's what it was. It was Jaren said, you know, what else do you need to see after you see the fraud of, of these rockets? What's going on there? I mean, how can they be so sloppy as well with so much money? It's incredible. But yeah, this is another one that the rocket is coming towards the camera. So this is a very interesting one because it came from the horizon in the straight path straight ascending path if you want to be more technical and this is behavior of the atmosphere and the rocket is coming to the plane so you can see passing over your head and maybe be careful Watch out. they can hit you oh, so this is gonna stop thrust again i believe uh, that is the last thing uh, you know with that type of thrust you cannot reach you cannot reach 27 <laughs> kilometers 27,000 kilometers per hour and leap to space. Yeah, and we so, saw with the sounding rockets that what seems to be that the, the, the fuel doesn't the, even burn as dead. This it, is it, a, it just disappears. 
right? The, it's it's not line. able to burn any fuel. No. Here you see the path is a parallel line with a little more of uh, uh, some degrees ascending, of course. Mm -hmm. But this is the guys from the plane. A typical altitude and it's a straight path and maybe this is why I say that horizontal what see, yeah horizontal but what we see from the camera from the rocket which is something like this type of spreading you know uh, uh, gases or, or the or the combustion that they produce can help to keep in that straight path until you know reach out but nothing more than that it's just a rocket you know they are not even burning. Maybe some kind of propulsion without the, the, the technical stuff of burn. Maybe it's like a compressed gas, you know. Like a balloon deinflated, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they, I mean, again, we are in 2020, man. We, we have the technology to create a missile and, you know, take out of your view. <laughs> right. It's not well, like I mean, <clears throat> the the one missile that Putin I mean, because it wouldn't take much. The, it wouldn't take much. Yeah, it wouldn't take much to mm -hmm. get out of your view anyway. I mean, yeah, how many miles would it need to go? You know, a thousand would be super plenty, and way more than you could see. Yeah, there you have all the. And unfortunately, the only one that are well, this is a SpaceX uh, launch, also from a plane. And then, then stop the first stage. This is the second stage. It's passing over. It's it's passing over your head. Mm -hmm. And then stop the secondary burn. And now he's entering this propulsion phase, and done. And SpaceX, I I believe, uh, no, I believe no. I remember that they uh, make um, a film from um, this is was from a plane, but they film from. Uh, a balloon and unfortunately it's very bad one but when I'm seeing when I'm see that type of thing I wonder why they cannot they 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 don't keep doing this why they don't offer a good show if if everything is true and they try it before why they don't get better in that technique you think so that is why the industry of filming you know developed you know, giving more better stuff to the people. Maybe you can say pay-per-view. So pay-per-view, uh, a rocket launch from a balloon of 30 kilometers and, you know, pay-per-view, uh, uh, um, a jet plane, a military jet plane following their space rocket, whatever. They, they, they cannot do it because <laughs> if they do it, <laughs> everyone's gonna see that it's just a simple rocket. Uh, let me just show that um, stratospheric balloon uh, from SpaceX. I believe was this one. This one is. It was uh, 2015, and you can see this is the coast of uh, Florida, I believe. And that tiny steam column is the um, the rocket. And if you just, you know, I'm going to go forward. You can see the same behavior. So. Look how much land they still have to, right. you know, fly to go out. This is just 
300 kilometers. And think about when they talk Maybe about the they talk or less from this point to this point. Yeah, and think about how they talk about the globe and how high up the ISS is. And so think about where that is and where it still has to go. That it's going so fast, it's falling around the planet. Get up. And spoiler alert. The horizon is flat, even filming from a SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see, let me just go in with the mouse. That tiny thing is going to reappear again because I'm trying to stabilize. So that tiny thing without any more propulsion, no more thrust, is going to what? To getting out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there no you have it. There you have it. Look how much time passed. That thing is almost static. Maybe it's going that way, not this way, but that way is the same thing. You have a long, long way to the top if you want to be a space rocket man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's the... <laughs> oh, so it's still there. It's still there. Still there. And you know why? I, I no. You know why? No. Uh, I don't know why they never film completely. They just stop filming there. Oh, boy. Right. What about the love we have? Right. Well, I think we know why. Well, that is your conspiracy theories. Is my 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 mind? Yes. But this is hey, uh, I'm, I'm crazy, man. Flight. I think the Earth is flat. I'm crazy. Mm. This is a film on. Uh, 2008 of July uh, from the flatline guys with um, infrared camera and uh, so you know the same guy that we talked uh, at the beginning of the presentation are just that and I don't I don't have any more and I believe the only thing that I left to show is uh, very very quickly because I believe it's related with this is here I have it here uh here we have so the thing that when every time that we said this is just a missile uh this is from the japan uh chinese company uh reaching you know um launching a, a rocket missile it's not a missile it's a rocket this is supposedly filmed from a satellite no, from is that what they say yes oh hmm? i know this is was the sorry this was the um, um russian oh, uh, rocket launch of course accelerating the video footage right 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 why they stop there if they are the russian agency company a space agency company and they start filming this from satellite why they stop there why they, they don't keep showing how the rocket the soyuz leave the earth no they just stop there you know this is the rocket and right away, the rocket is going into the clouds. No, into the clouds. A little more up from the cloud, but in a straight path. It's... Ooh, and now, it's a missile. <laughs> in the straight path. You can detect from the movement of the camera. Wow. And stop there. So this is uh, what I'm talking about. Here you have the Chinese company. This is from a satellite, they say. Of course, it's a drone. Or helicopter or whatever this is from the ground and this is just a comparison from nasa rocket launches so there you have the curve initial path and then it took the straight path and take out off of you and that is what we see here 
is just a regular missile rocket reaching out of the view, stabilizing, put in the horizontal mode and keep going until the fuel stop. They calculate the fuel that they need to uh, reach the target, which could be the ocean or whatever. That is all they need. That is why you're never gonna see uh, going out to space. It's just flying over the land underneath. It's a parallel trajectory to the ground, like a plane. And then coming down. And he's coming down. How far do you think they, they launch him? What do you think? A couple, uh, how, couple how thousand? Far? Yeah, what do you think they can do? How far can they send a missile? You think they can Maybe 2,000 kilometers, 1,000 kilometers. Yeah. Very easy. Yeah. It's a missile. So That one, the, the Chinese one, did they show it landing somewhere? I don't have the video. Look at the path of SpaceX, man. I mean, well, that's the one I was talking about earlier when I said when you look at the side view, you realize that it's not going up at the times they say it's going up. Yeah. And this is a missile trajectory. This is a rocket launch from a missile, and it's doing the same thing. This part that we think is going down is not going down, it's going straight. It's going straight. But from our perspective, it's appeared to going down. Mm -hmm. That's what on. That's what Carlos is talking about. He's saying that that's what we're seeing. But uh, to say it's going up is another story. Exactly. Here you have another one. I believe this is another one. This was it supposed to be how they put the iridium satellite on space. <clears throat> Sorry, Rodrigo. What? Sorry, sorry, no. I was just saying they could use a combination of these uh, rockets and missiles. Some there, because some did look like balloons. There was one that exploded and stuff. Who knows what what is it? I I, I would think even that some would be scaled down models that they seem to look bigger. But yeah, I think I think it definitely what you're saying should be happening as well. That the SpaceX one went straight. I mean, it's just like that. This one, this one is just like the yeah. Chinese one you're showing. And even right here, they would still be saying it's going up, going up. Then, yeah, yeah going, going up, up, but where? Right. Because look at the ground underneath. <laughs> look at the city. So, okay, it's going up, but <laughs> where is going, man? It's yeah. not a sphere. You cannot it, leave. But here, if they, if, they had, if they had the height on this one, it would keep saying it's going up. Now they would say it's you know 50 miles. Now they'd say 60. Now they'd say 80. Keep going, it would say 200. Now it's at 250 miles. Now it's at 290 miles. You know, like now it's at 350. Now it's at 450. And there you got it. And then what? They stopped filming that. But right. yes, it's a very interesting topic. Uh, for me, no doubt, it's just a missile technology, you know, without any direct confirmation that these things reach space. Uh, it's, right. it's completely irrelevant uh, how many times you show a rocket launch they never can reach the speeds that you need to leave space that is from start yeah, show me something that can reach that space before entering into the no atmosphere of space and then we can start talking remember man this thing is going supposedly 
10,000 kilometers per hour. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's crazy. It's like an airplane velocity kind of thing. I'm gonna stop sharing. Okay. Uh, okay. Perfect. I will pick it back up for you here. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I had. I didn't have much else. I uh, wanted to talk about the launch, obviously. Uh, the so-called heights it says it was at. Uh, I'm sure people saw the story, but if you didn't, you might want to check it out. That uh, some court documents have been unsealed, and Bill Clinton, of course, is alleged to have been on the island of Epstein, which we've known. And there's you know documents basically now coming out saying Dershowitz uh, helped negotiate an agreement basically with the accused so that he could keep himself uh, away from any criminal prosecution, uh, basically giving himself immunity and anybody else involved. Uh, but this is a conversation here. Oops, my show. Um, conversation with one of the witnesses talking about... Uh, he told me a long time ago that everyone owes him favors. They're all in each other's pockets. And they said, well, when you say you asked him, why is Bill Clinton here? Where was here? She says, on the island. When you were present with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton on the island, who else was there? She says, Ghislaine, Emmy. There was two young girls that I could identify. I never really knew them well anyways. It was just two girls from New York. And you were all staying at Jeffrey Epstein's house on the island, including Bill Clinton. Yes, that's correct. He had about four or five different villas on the island, separate from the main house. We all stayed in the villas. Were sexual orgies a regular occurrence on the island of Jeffrey's house? Yes. So I will include that link. Uh, you can read more about that if you want. Uh, if you're interested in that subject, which we, of course, know what's going on and that these guys are all extremely bad people. Uh, but as far as the, uh, you know, I, I wanted to get Iru's opinion on this whole hydroxychloroquine uh, debate uh, and these doctors and whether or not you think it's some sort of uh, controlled opposition. Uh, a lot of talk about, I don't know if people saw, but the, the lady, this doctor here that was part of it, she just got fired. So again, to all the people saying, why don't more people speak up? If this is true, why aren't there more doctors? Why is it only 10 doctors? Why is it only 20 doctors? Um, why they don't talk about chlorodioxide? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't they know only talk anything. about big pharma components. I am not saying there are, you know, the controller dissidents. No, but right. I, I think they are repeating something that was planned, with, was injected into the doctor's um, uh, group, the idea of using hydroxychloroquine, which is produced by Novartis and, right. and, and, and Safoni, and the Rendesivir, which is something that also with the hydroxychloroquine, Donald Trump has actions, uh, you know, stock market uh, actions right. with those companies. That's my opinion, very short opinion sorry yeah they're still gonna get rich off that stuff and why isn't anybody talking about whether or not the virus is even real or whether or not germ theory is is even a legitimate thing well because we know you why know? i mean you can't if you're a doctor and you're not even allowed to say right there should be some let's, let's say that uh, let's believe all this stuff and say that there's some debate about whether what is the correct way to treat the disease let's let's play uh, dummies and say that that's the debate well it should be allowed that doctors have a debate about which medicine is better right Man, it should be allowed. 
So the fact that they've already showed that if you question or you go against the mainstream, you get fired. This girl's gone. Now she's lost her job. As a, and, and I'm not, again, I'm not interested in arguing with anybody about whether that's true or not. Uh, you know, you can go follow her. She's a, a doctor at a emergency place down in L.A. Um, it's not going to be that they're faking that. She did work as an emergency room doctor. She no longer works there. She's been fired. So, you know, she's going to take out lawsuits or whatever. But my point is, you're not even allowed to debate what would be allowed in a regular setting. So to then ask the question, of why is nobody debating germ theory? Well, it's obvious. I mean, how would you ever, if you can't keep your job for questioning medicine, it should be simply, I mean, obviously that should be allowed. Any, any doctors, I mean, if I have two doctors and they want to talk to each other about which medication is better for Jaren, and again, I'm not, this is, again, I'm playing devil's advocate here because I don't go to a doctor. I don't need them uh, prescribing me medication. I've found other ways to take care of my health now that I realize what the medical Same industry here. is. Right, right. So that's, that's where we all are. So we have to put ourselves, we understand that. But I'm saying from a perspective of an outsider, all I get from everybody is all, whenever I bring up any of these things is they'll always say, well, why don't more people... Why aren't more scientists saying the earth is flat? Why aren't more doctors saying COVID is fake? If, if what you're saying is true, Jaren, and we don't need to wear masks, why aren't more ma more doctors saying that it's not important? Why aren't more doctors yeah. saying that germ theory is fake? And it's, it's very clear to me that you can't even speak out against something as mainstream as whether two doctors can agree on the correct diagnosis or yeah. remedies for somebody, right? Yeah, they it's control all the, the, all the hospitals, right? With Flat Earth. That's We've been going through thing. this with Flat Earth already for years. It's the same. Now it's the same thing with this whole germ theory right. thing. That's all I'm <clears> trying <throat> to point out to people. It's not a matter of whether we... Because I do I, think this is a lot of hoopla and a lot of nonsense, obviously. But the reason why is because they're even showing people that you can't even debate... I mean, you know... Uh, What's his name on, on on Twitter? You know, put it out and gets his uh, account shut down to Trump Jr. But what I'm saying is, whether you believe that or not, that's not the important part. The important part is that you have to realize now it's everywhere that you cannot speak against the direction that they want people going, right? So they 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 yeah. they come up with a, yeah. a destination that they want, and it's it's it used to be well they'd have to have a hard time getting it there, and I've even heard people say well they have to get our buy-in. You know, until we all agree on something, they can't put it into place. That's no longer the case. Mm. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we, and, and we saw some doctors talking about this. Many doctors have probably lost their jobs. Uh, the pharmaceutical companies control all hospitals. Most of the funding from all the hospitals, Absolutely. I think, are linked to them. So they can just do whatever they want, really. Right. So when you have it's these doctors, insane. and whether you agree with them or not, and I, and I don't, but when you have these doctors stand up and they start talking, and then some of them are going to start being fired, uh, if they don't have their own practice, if they're basically working for a hospital or working for some urgent care facility. And that's all these are. These are just doctors. Like if you went to your local uh, uh, urgent care or you went to your local hospital because you uh, had something, I don't know, you have pneumonia and you go in in the middle of the night to the emergency room. These are the doctors that you would see there. They're not super specialists. They're just, they're doctors. People have medical degrees. People went to medical school. But again, if those people aren't allowed to have conversations, which is proving that they're not, and whether or not this is set up or not, let's say that it's completely set up. It's all set up. The point that they're making, the point that the mainstream is making is now nobody can speak out against anything. And, and Karen's exactly right. That We've already noticed this with Flat Earth and it's appalling. And it, sh it should be the biggest eye-opening thing 
and I talked about it, you know, recently on a lot of shows that that it, at least if you're an American, then you understand that there is the Bill of Rights, there are the the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. They're very important to me because they're there for a reason. If we lose those, then everything's gone. And you're talking about the very first two amendments, one of them being the freedom of speech, the second one being the freedom to carry guns. They're both so important and integral. And if you give up either one of them, you're toast. And now they're not only are we giving up, and I'm not saying it's us who's giving up our First Amendment, but they're completely taking it, and you've got 50% of the country that agrees with that. 50% of the country, at least if you agree with 50%, left, right, whatever, there's all these people now all of a sudden that say you're not allowed to speak out against the, the direction we're going, which is completely ridiculous. I mean, this is, you've got CNN and other news companies coming out saying what these doctors are saying should be censored. Think about that. That's these are journalists, yeah, journalists right. who insane. are saying that things should be censored. It's the most ridiculous nonsense Incredible. I've ever seen. Whether it's real or not, whether you want to believe that it's completely fantasy, or whether you want to believe there's some, you know, realism to it, or or not, it doesn't matter. You just have to look at the the line that's mm -hmm. being played here, the game that's being played, the theater that's being shown in front of you, and the theater is, we're going to take away these rights. And if you try and stop us, you're going to be cancel cultured, shut down. You're not going to be able to uh, compete. You're not going to be able to make money. You're not going to be able to exist in their framework. That's the line that that's what they're showing people. So whether it's real or not isn't really as important to me as, well, if this is all theater, look at the look at the act that we're in. You know, look, yeah, look well, that should be waking people up too. people should be pissed off about that. If, if people I mean, you know, mm -hmm. that should be pissing people off, whether whether it's fake or not, either way. Right. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm trying to say, because I, I hear a lot of people say, oh, it's fake. Don't worry about it. I'm like, OK, I understand that. <laughs> and we can take that predicament, but I can't just keep saying that because the, the act that's being shown, the play that's being played out is clearly one that says, there is a direction that we are going. There is a direction we're taking humanity. Most people call it the one world order. Some people call it the Illuminati. Some people say it's the, uh, you know, satanic Luciferian. Whatever you want to say in that regard is the same to me because it is a direction that they're taking the world. And if we just sit back and say, well, it's all theater, uh, maybe theater, but do, do you see what, what act is going on? Do you see the, do you see the end game of the play? pretty scary yeah they're programming they're socially engineering people to be beaten down 100 and to submission and to be silenced and 100%. to be okay with being forced into doing all kinds of crap that is horrible for them 100 you know what i hope that this doctor that got fired i hope she is a real doctor and i hope she really did get fired and i hope that it motivates her to get out of allopathic medicine because mm -hmm. it, the whole right. system is a freaking scam right just because I've been talking about this the last few um, streams that I've been doing is like allopathy. When you look up what allopathy is, which is the type of medicine which is considered to be traditional Western medicine, all it means is that they give you something that produces side effects other than the cause or different than the cause. It doesn't say anything about curing you or improving your health overall. It just tries to change what's happening to you to give you different effects and then it suppresses the, the symptoms that you have because it's not curing it and then it produces worse even worse side effects because it's like 
when you neglect a problem in your vehicle or something and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse because you just keep ignoring it. Right. You know, it's the same thing. That's the problem so it's I not, always say with There's nothing people. about this medical system that is healthcare at all. Or at all. And neither is any of the medication that you buy in the store. The covering of symptoms is the worst thing you possibly do. I mean, if you have a headache every day and you have to take... I don't know, Motrin, or you have to take Excedrin and migraine, and you got to take two of them to fall asleep. Those are, your body is sending you alarm signals with the headache that something is wrong, you need to do something, and by covering it up, what do you think is going to happen? You become a complete toxic person, and yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that you end up sick and, and need to go to the hospital. Why? Because you didn't take care of yourself, and people need to understand that's what the goal would be of this medicinal system. That, that's what the goal is, so I totally agree with Karen, too. That this doctor, I really hope that these doctors, and I'm hoping more and more doctors, start to realize that they are pawns in the game. And nothing more. They are the people that have been given the degrees. They've been taught the medical system for eight years. These are great order followers. They're great direction takers, right? I mean, that's how you can sit in class for eight years and, and become a doctor. You, you, don't, you don't get celebrated for thinking outside the box when it comes to being an emergency room physician. Believe me. Right, but... Even if they got into healthcare for the correct for with the good intentions, which I believe most people do, sure, almost all they of them do, right? They to about how our system works, how right. things really, really work. Right. You know, they they were lied to, and they were lied to about the the way to go about treating these these things that happen to people, and they were also lied to about what the cause of these things are. Right. You know. Yeah, there's so, a big difference between the kinds of things that they have. Like if you still, if you break an arm or break a leg or break some ribs, you still go to the hospital, right? Some things work and some things don't. So, well, uh, yeah, I, if that's you like, like mess you yourself up and you have to be stitched back together, mm -hmm. that yeah. is where um, <laughs> hospitals ha have a purpose, right? Like if you break your arm or something, they can put you back together. Right. But yeah. it, for, in overall healthcare or general... It's very different like, from, from other things. Like things. That. Right. Yeah. Living when you're just in general living, you know, you shouldn't have to take pills for the rest of your life. Oh, that, yeah, that's a completely different thing. I just wanted to make the, the distinction there because healthcare, healthcare falls in, in it's such a huge kind of term. But if when you start looking at different things, uh, these things and differentiate, you're going to see, for instance, like in, in cancer treatment, right? The chemos and, and that doctors get money for it. That here, they're saying here there's activist groups that go against vaccines. They're saying that doctors here, they get paid to give vaccines to children. They do. Well. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. again, they're making money from doing what nature does naturally. It's disgusting. They and do. And then these vaccines produce long-term effects over um, people's lives that they don't even tell you about or that you don't even know about. You would never yeah. know. You know, you would never you know what was crazy yeah. here that we, we met a neighbor that was a naturopath and she gave us his book. There's all this science about uh, vaccines, and she said, you know, because she saw us with, with the baby, and <laughs> we started reading it, and, and it had uh, account after account after account of mothers saying what happened to the baby after they gave the vaccine, ranging from, and Louise was like livid when she saw it. She's like, oh my goodness, if somebody gets close to me, the freaking need dog killed him. Like, uh, you know, like the, the you, you can see, you know, that they give the thing and then the baby has this kind of goes paralyzed or uh, starts uh, all kinds of different effects. Insane. Uh, yeah. So uh, at least, yeah, here there's a lot of skepticism to, towards this. 
at least it, uh, being a small country, I think it it, it helps um, in that way. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing too what they do to these people. I mean, once you speak out, man, you just get destroyed. I mean, you know, this black lady here. I mean, she's just being tore up. <laughs> Or, you know, saying that demons exist and people have sex with them and that's what causes miscarriages or whatever she said. Um, and again, people should be able to have that debate. If that's how she really feels, I don't care. Can, can she do a good well, it's job? It's a cultural belief. Right. like, And that, that is a quite interesting thing because there are uh, there's research from anthropologists who lived in places in, in Africa with different kinds of groups and that I can show at some point but basically what they're doing is comparing what happens when they give psychiatric treatment with the psychiatric drugs and what happens when you you talk to people according to their own beliefs and what's actually going on and wow, might include all sorts crazy. of spirits and so on and how that treatment works many 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 <laughs> it works and the other treatment with the psychiatric suppositions doesn't work at all it's a total waste of time they try to push into into people so uh, yeah I, I mean buying into the science of the allopathic medicine comes with this whole materialism where there are no, no other beings that could cause ailments, right? Whereas in, in most traditional cultures, that is not the case. There could be spiritual issues right. that make, can cause illness. There's a lot of people I think are possessed, you know? D- yeah. D-nodal. That, that's... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Tell me that guy don't have a demon in him. Come on. We're <laughs> uh, quite aggressive. I'm sure. Oh God, the guy's on one. But God told him about 9/11, and he just didn't tell anybody about it because mm-hmm. you got to let that shit happen. Um, you probably put it in the golden plates, like the John, yeah, John Smith, you know, <laughs> Joseph Smith. Yeah. That's the best story too, because when the person found him and then threw him all away, his wife, right, and he goes back and says, "Oh, now I got to do it again. <laughs> he needs to rewrite him, and then I have to read him again. I can't just write it down again." It's the funniest story ever. Um, yeah, it's just it's just sad. I mean, the, the, the censorship that's going on. I mean, if people can't see it again. I mean, people are dropping from YouTube left and right. And, you know, how long will I be here? I don't know. You know, um, I'm probably not on the radar enough as much as like Del Bigtree, who just does nothing but cites journals and documents and scientific evidence showing you over and over and over again that vaccines can't be trusted. Vaccines will make you sick. They'll make your child sick. They're not needed. Your immune system does a better job of it all on its own. Uh, You can only say that so long until you'll be shut down. So it's just becoming obvious and all we can do is just keep speaking out about it i don't know what else to tell people you know make channels make videos talk about it as much as you can because i don't know how else to stop it the only other option is for us all just to become pussies and go you know and become part of the stream i mean i don't know what else you can do so the, the other answer is you just have to stand up for what's right because they'll just keep coming out with this nonsense it's like the whole mass nonsense it's just ridiculous to the overly ridiculous and now now what's the new thing goggles right <laughs> i mean so we can laugh about that but i mean karen how long do you think that they start requiring people to wear goggles oh, no. i don't know i i haven't seen any goggles yet uh, i just I've saw only somebody been out today i saw somebody wearing something like this although um People are liking thing. those face mask things, right? Those face shields. They've already been wearing those. Yeah, I've seen those so too. Everybody will just start right. wearing. Everybody's just gonna walk around with face shields on. Man, what? I mean, <laughs> Oof, it looks like the mask of Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, it's so disgusting. It looks like a weird slave mask mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a kinky slave mask. That one is weird. 
and then yeah, you try and have arguments with people right. and you just there's they've made it so it's impossible to win right i mean they, they just it doesn't matter that they said masks don't work before it's like whatever they say now on the news is what needs to happen it's so important uh, all these cases are popping up in california now we need to shut everything down again and people just do it i was shocked I, when when they shut everything down the first time and i said okay some people are going to do this just because maybe they're being decent citizens and what i mean by that is like if i had a a hair salon and let's say that i'm not awake i just have i'm just a barber and i own a building and i allow a couple barbers to you know, cut hair with me and i hear that there's a pandemic going on you're like what? there's a pandemic people are dying okay and then they say we need you to shut down your business like what I mean by a decent, you know, a decent person who doesn't isn't awake is going to look around and say like, all right, I'm willing to pitch in here, I guess. I'll shut down my business, and they shut it down. And then you start seeing the economy crash, and then you have time to start looking into this, and you have time to start exploring it yourself and finding out if people around you are getting sick, and drive to your local hospital and film your hospital and see that it's empty. Find out from family and friends that they're firing doctors and nurses before you, and then you start to wake up to this, and then they allow you to open back up. That's when I said, okay, now you're open, stay open stay open because it's not a mandate that you stay closed you're not going to get fined you're not going to get in trouble and i i was shocked because when they closed everything down in california again i said let's go for a drive i drove by all and all the barbershops are closed i mean they're they're all going to go out of business because how much how much money can you possibly have saved maybe these guys have twenty thousand bucks I, I don't know i'm assuming their rent is and, and what's this whole thing with rent control i mean it, don't people realize that we're just prolonging the inevitable, right? Because I don't know about you guys. In California, you're not allowed to evict somebody right now. But that's going to end soon. And what, I don't know what happens. I lost my house. So what happens if you can't uh, make the mortgage payment uh, because you're not getting the rent that you have coming? Isn't everything just going to fall apart? Sounds pretty I think scary. So. I, I don't know. Jeremy Gann says, it's becoming time to start moving close to other like-minded people start physical communities i think so too i just think that that's difficult for people until well until they're forced to but uh you know karen's got the right idea she lives in the country she's uh doing the right thing i mean she's going to be fine for a while even if the, I don't know, the mainstream like you talk about it uh heads further south for me luckily i'm not in a big city i think you know there's a lot of people that are probably in pretty good places um and again i you know, i talked about it yesterday but really it, it does come down sometimes to uh ignoring what you hear on the news and what you see everywhere i mean and what i mean by that is what you see in the newspapers or uh, in magazine covers or in stores because you really need to just go for a walk in nature i mean if karen goes out today and shoots some guns in, in their backyard uh, and I asked Karen, Karen, how's life right now? Karen, aren't you going to say it's great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you have to really ask yourself, like, is it as bad as we think? Now, there are some things coming. I saw this one today. I don't know if you guys saw this article. Uh, military to joint venture with CDC to distribute the coming vaccines. So, I mean, <laughs> this is the kind of story that you're going to see, and it's going to make you, you know, get a little bit uh, frightened. I don't sell fear porn, so my whole thing to people is just say no. It's very simple. To just say no. I mean, they're, they're not going to come knocking on your door and plunge needles into your arm, but they are going to make every attempt that they can to try a lot of different things. And by that, I mean, you're not allowed to fly. You're not allowed to go into stores. You're not, and you just have to keep saying no. And if enough of us say no, they'll change their direction. I mean, look what happened with Walmart, right? 
Walmart tried coming out saying, no, we're going to have mask mandates. And then within a couple days, I think there was enough people who threw fits where Walmart said, never mind, it's not worth it. Right? Oh, um, I had an experience with the mask thing today that was kind of funny. Um, I ordered a cable on Best Buy online to go pick it up online. And when I get to the store, I walk in and they're like, uh, we, re- we, re- we require everyone who comes in the store to be wearing a mask. Is there something they can help me with today? Like they have a table set up, right? You have to walk in and go up to this table. And I was like, yeah, I have an online order that I need to pick up. She's like, okay, well, do you need, do you need to put on a mask and I, or do you need a mask? And I was like, no, I don't wear a mask. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well, you can go over there to pick up your order, but I just want you to know that it might not be very comfortable (laughs) and i was like okay (laughs) she's like just want you to know that like what i'm supposed to be are you supposed to make me feel guilty now i'm supposed to feel bad like i'm 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 offending you because i'm not wearing a mask i'm making you uncomfortable does it make you uncomfortable if i don't have a mask on now (laughs) it's like give me a freaking break (laughs) and that is the thing right it's making people feel uncomfortable mostly because they have to I mean, I would be so pissed off if I had, like, I was telling my wife the other day, I mean, people have to remember, I used to be a store manager for a drugstore, for CVS, before that was long strokes. But um, if I was still in that position, I can't imagine how much I would hate life to have to enforce mask rules, to have to wear a mask myself. Every day, I used to work 10, 11-hour shifts. To have that mask on all day, every day, I would be furious. So if somebody came into my my business without a mask on, you can bet your bottom dollar I would have been pissed. And I would be the guy saying, "Hey, we don't we don't allow people in here without masks." Why? Because I'm pissed that I have to wear one. So that's what they've done yeah. to everybody. They've created these these little like minions out there by yeah. infuriating them, right? Yeah, and then right away she gets on the walkie-talkie and she's like, "There's two women here who aren't wearing a mask." <laughs> What are you telling? You guys are going to walkie-talkie throughout the whole store. Oh my God, there's two women here. They're not wearing a mask. <laughs> Did I mean, you see the thing in the Congress where they, the, the, there was some exchange in the Congress where they, they're all wearing masks in the U.S. Congress. And one guy started speaking. They're like, put your mask on. What are you doing? Put your mask on. It's like, it's already going on. I thought it was like, holy shit. This is insane. This ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And again, I mean, I wish I wouldn't even have, because I don't have a problem, and a lot of people might have a problem with me saying this, but I don't have a problem with recommendations. I really don't. I mean, the government can recommend whatever the hell they want to me, and stores can recommend whatever the hell they want to me, and Karen can recommend whatever the hell she wants to me. I don't mind. Karen can say, Jaren, I think it would be cool if you wore a mask. And I'd be like, okay, great. I don't agree. And if the store says, we recommend that you wear a mask, great. I don't agree. Uh, that's fine with me. It's the it's the mandating where I have an absolute problem completely and totally. And so these mandates that they're putting out there are just requiring people. I don't have an option to, to vote with my money anymore, which is what I want. If, if a grocery store near me wants to, um, you know, make me wear a mask, then I should have every right to take my business elsewhere. But there's not even any businesses that are welcoming my my money why because it's mandated in the state of california that you require a mask for any indoor uh, establishment so i mean it just becomes that's the problem i have and you know we go to this um 
little street stand where they're not a street stand. I mean, they, they sell produce in there and they, yeah, they're on the street. I guess that's what it is. But um, they had a sign up months ago that said only three people in the thing at a time. That's fine. Whatever. You know, okay, let three people go in. When three people are done, we'll go in. And just last week, we went in and my wife and I, and they both, and they said, oh, we're now requiring masks. And I just simply said, if, if you're going to require me to wear a mask, I'm not going to come here anymore. Like, that's just the way it is. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. We'll let you shop. It's like, all right. Well, you know, and it's, it's just some little, you know, some, some Asian people that run this little fruit stand. But, I mean, I'm sure they're being told, right? I mean, they had some sort of, in, I don't know what they would be. And I don't want to call them an investigator some sort of person that would come by and tell them hey these are the rules since you have and it's like inside of a tent so i guess it's an inside place but i'm sure somebody came along and told them hey you need to have people wearing masks but again i'm able to tell them hey i'm not going to bring my money here and then they change their they change real quick that's how it should be but a lot of these businesses now are forced right and once you force them that's what i'm talking about like if i worked at cvs and i was forced to wear a mask and now i'm forcing my employees to wear masks and now i have to force people to come in you're just creating uh minions where i mean now the rules are dictated and enforced by other civilians i never seen anything like it and i don't know if it's going to go in a you good direction I or what. Doing, I, I started having to call like food places if we want to go out to eat i started calling them in advance and saying do you require people to wear masks in the restaurant because we can't wear a mask and i just say ask them right up front and mm -hmm. and so far, they I haven't called any place that said, no, you can't come here. No, don't come here. Good. That's going to be a problem. Here, here's a recommendation there, and everybody should do this, because Miss and I do the same thing. And when anybody ever says, no, we don't, we tell them the reason that we're going there is because they said that. So if somebody says, like, hey, say, can, do you guys allow people there without masks? Like, oh, we recommend masks, but we don't require them. Then we would say, thank you. The reason that we're going to your establishment is because you don't require masks. So it's just a good thing to kind of remind people that that's important to some people, and if they want business, um, you know, they, they'll they'll take heed, uh, because otherwise people might think you're asking that because you only want to go there if they require masks. You know what I'm saying? Right. The other way around. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you got to make sure that they know that that's why you're good giving them business. Right. Yeah, otherwise, I'm afraid. Idea. Otherwise, I'm afraid if you call somebody and say, "Hey, are you requiring masks?" They're thinking, "Oh, that person wants to only come." if we are requiring masks. So I'm trying to right. make sure I don't give them the other. I say, because I'm not wearing one good, and good, I need good. to know if that's okay. Good. That's yeah, not right. not oh. taking any chances. <laughs> right. I don't want to waste my time. I'm not going to go over there because, you know, I did have an incident in Myrtle Beach because South, South Carolina is still a recommended state. But for some reason, that county that Myrtle Beach is in voted to make masks required. And we had gone to a campground there at the beach and we went camping for a few days. And inside the campground, it's like it doesn't even exist. Nobody pays right. attention. Nobody enforces social distancing. Everybody's just hanging out at the beach, having a good time. So we left and we were on our way back home and we were stopped at this place to eat. And they and you go there and everybody's sitting outside eating with no mask on their face because you can't eat with a mask on your face. And then there's people inside eating with no mask on their face. And I, we walk in to eat and they're like, "We, I assume you have a mask. You all <laughs> have masks around." And I'm like, "No. Why would I need a mask? How do you eat with a mask on?" And she's like, "Well, here this." This outlines it all for you, right? So they have this sheet and it says, you need to have a mask on when you enter the restaurant 
and when you uh, talk to the hostess and then from there to, to, to you get seated at your table and then you can take your mask off and you can smack your food and lick your lips and, and do whatever you want to do and have your spittle fly all over your table with all your, <laughs> you know, oh, and I was like, this is ridiculous. And I kind of lost my temper there. And I was like, this is dumb. How are you people? And I just started yelling at everybody and then I left. But yeah. So now after that, I, I avoid that situation and I call in ahead and make I sure ask. You, make sure you don't get filmed because I can already see it. And it would be you know, Karen being a Karen or something. I, I know. I know. It didn't get filmed as far as I know. Thank God. Good. Yeah, it's, it's getting disgusting. I just hope people are being strong in what they believe and what they want. And I know it's got to be difficult. I mean, I thank my lucky stars all the time that I don't have a job like I used to. Uh, because I would be in a position where, imagine if I'm a store manager of a drugstore and I make 90000 or $100,000 a year doing that, mm -hmm. uh, you don't have an option to say no. I mean, yeah, that's, why exactly. I, that's why I got, you know, basically let go of that job is because but, uh, I wanted to question the way they were doing things. I didn't like the way that they were treating customers and employees. Um, and so they, you know, asked me to leave, basically. But, but there's one thing, right, Jaren, just the way you realize you're not doing things right. The people who are forced to doing this, they will realize this as well. I think, like, you know, that's pretty clear, too. So it works against it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that takes time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that you're right. And I think people will realize that and do realize that. But they have no option. And sometimes you yeah. probably won't even see that. Um, like, for instance, I look back at my career and I, you know, I've often told people before, as bad as it sounds for me to say it, that if somebody would have come in and told me in my job, well, you know, the earth is flat, I would have told them what difference does that make in my life? I still have to go to work, right? Like that's was my mentality. So I know a lot of these people's mentality is kind of the same. Same thing with COVID. If somebody would have come in and said COVID's fake, I would have been, what are you, ridiculous? We, I run a pharmacy here. You know, there's more and more people are getting sick and we're having to do more deliveries and look at my employees are having to wear masks and people are buying gloves mm -hmm. and it can't be fake. So you sometimes can't realize the lie until you're out of that. So that's what I mean by it takes time is I never realized all the things that were going wrong really until I was gone. And at that point, I was able to start looking into I saw that we weren't treating people right, but I mean, as far as the, the actual, I mean, it's so ridiculous, the amount of nonsense. I think I've told the story before where, you know, we, we were doing everything wrong with this PSE. CVS was doing all this stuff wrong with the uh, PSE, which is what they use to make methamphetamines, as far as selling it to people without asking for ID and all this stuff. I mean, the amount of meth that was created because CVS did things wrong. And then when we finally got fined, it was like $70 million in California. And the CVS just pays it like nothing. Right. I mean, they, they've got, they basically got a separate account set aside for when... Just for this. Right, when you have these lawsuits come up. But again, when you think about the years and years and years of CVS skirting the uh, directives so that they could basically just sell this stuff to anybody, um, you know, because the system had a hard time, we would just tell cashiers all the time, just run it through, just let it go, and just sell it, because we weren't doing it like we were supposed to. So, I mean, I always tell that story because it's incredible uh, that this is how companies feel and how they act. And then you pay the $70 million, you don't care. It's the same thing with all these companies that do things wrong, do wrong by employees, right? Uh, don't you know, classify them correctly. Don't pay overtime, all these things. For years and years and years and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of employees, 
and then the class action lawsuits brought and they end up paying $10 million in fines, right? But if they would have paid people correctly, it would have been $200 million that they would have actually had to pay. So this is how companies act. They're ridiculous. And um, yeah, I just feel bad for anybody in those positions, but you're right. I'm hoping that they see that they're doing wrong. I just don't know when that happens. They ha Usually there's some catalyst. Something has to happen. Um, that's why I, th I think it's good that a lot of people are home right now. Not, not good, but I mean, it's good for waking up some people. More time to think. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no, and there's that's the reason why they work you to death, and you got to take your kids to seven different exactly. soccer practices, and you're always busy. And then you get home and you watch a, a baseball game, and you eat dinner, and you go to bed, and you have to be back up at five thirty the next day to go to work. There's a reason they do that, so you don't have any time to. Uh, that's why they have all these distractions and stupid game shows, right? I mean, it's basically to keep you from sitting down and doing your own research. So I tell people all the time, do your own research. Exactly. Because um, <laughs> when you do, when you sit down, we can all think of that. We can all look at our own uh, journey and coming to and realizing truth. And we realize at some point we were able to sit down and do some research for ourselves. So if we didn't have that time, we wouldn't be here. We, we can all say that, I'm sure. Absolutely. So, uh, all right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Or I am going to close it down and head off Pool to time. go swimming. Huh? Pool time. Awesome. Yes, exactly. Very excited. Now I get to see what, what is the temperature. Is it hot? Watch. Today will be the one day it's not hot. Oh, that's 99. That's good. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's been like over 100 for the last couple of days. So I'll take wow. 99. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Uh, Iru, are you still here or did he leave? Yiru, you have any good for a while. Final words have been quiet. All right, Karen, do you have anything coming up you want to tell people about or where they can find you, all that fun stuff? Uh, you can find me at my channel, Karen B. <laughs> and I, I have Tuesday, I have Mark Sargent and Strange World coming up, and I stream it on DLive and uh, Unveiling This Realm Thursdays. Sweet. What time is that show on Thursday? It's about usually around 9, 9, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Eastern, so 6.30 your time, I guess. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've been doing my show at like 3, and I wanted to make sure just to be nice that I wasn't crossing into your land. All right, cool. <clears throat> um, okay, so everybody check that out, Karen B's channel and uh, Brian Stavely. Catch, out, catch all their shows. Uh, Rodrigo, what's coming up for you? Uh, just working on, on some writing still, and, and yeah. It's coming along pretty well, and yeah, thank you for having me. This is this is very interesting again. Yeah, yeah. For being just here trying to keep up with the, what's going on, man, and and trying to to make a living as well and work, <laughs> catching up in myself. Oh man. Ooh, I'm here. here we go. He's Iru is back. Iru. Yeah. I left, but uh, huh? I am with a uh, with a friend that uh, the guy who ring my bell and ring we are talking about the chlorine dioxide i think how to prepare i am we are discussing that thing okay. so sorry for my no problem absence. we're gonna shut Is down early so tell me okay karen sorry I, I interrupted you i was asking him if that was mms or if it was something something yes. else yes it's a, it, it, is the, the correct name because if you say MMS, mm -hmm. immediately is going to be yeah. accused of some miracle thing. And the, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. the patent, I bought, I bought the tools to make use. my own as well. Yes, it's called yeah. chloride dioxide, dioxide, or I don't know how to pronounce it. Right. Yeah, dioxide chloride. 
that is how it's patent in real life, you know, for a lot of treatments. Dylan. But it's a uh, show, yeah. Well, thank you. And then I put in the link uh, in the description, I put a link to your channel and then also to uh, NP uh, Secundario because yes. uh, I know I know it's in Spanish, but maybe some people want to follow that channel. It's Iru where he's been doing his show for the uh, past little bit. Yes, YouTube uh, make me another strike. So I'm going to have my main channel demonetized and also uh, with the penalty until I believe uh, Thursday of the next week. And then I want to try to come back. And of course, all the all the strike uh, came from the this yellow <laughs> yellow um, poison that we're talking about, the yellow water, like <laughs> I say in, in Spanish. Right. So yeah, so again, we're just what we we're talking about, right? What, what, what you can and can't say, and uh, we try and get that's around. Crazy, that man. That, that's crazy, man. That that's is just like the military dictatorship in in Brazil and other places where people had to invent all kinds of codes to talk about things, and that the way it happens, you know, that's why we're having to. That means we're under a very kind of uh, fascism. Yeah, <laughs> that's the definition and, of and free speech, the, right? The funny, yes, and the funny thing is that. Um, we have like 10 patents of that yellow water in the pharmaceutical industry and they use and I appeal and I send it in the message I send it all the links to Google patents so you guys you have it in your own record of patents and you are making me a penalty just because I read a title of a, a um, digital um, paper news I read a title from a paper news, digital paper news, and they struck me. And I sent all the links and saying, hey guys, I talk with my lawyer, that's a lie, but just make me more important. <laughs> and yes, you, you never know who read it. It's a mystery of YouTube, you know? No, you talk so, to your lawyer, go ahead. Yeah, I talk with my lawyer and we uh, read all the guidelines of YouTube and nothing is, uh, uh, suitable of penalty because we use patents we show patents which are in the um, you know world record even uh, uh, you have it in your own uh, you know web page or whatever I don't know how to uh, pronounce in Spanish but they don't uh, they don't complain uh, or they don't agree with that that is the correct uh, word so they tell me get your message into the black hole and hope to Stephen Hawking's detected. Karen, what is that, a tuning fork? Yeah, that's um, that's the sonic slider that, from that woman, Eileen McCusick, that was on the Crow Show that does the tuning the human biofield. Wow. Wow. Have you started using it? I just got it today. And I was just messing with it a little bit. It's pretty cool. It's How weird. It it's, it, huh? What, what, what is the idea? Well, the idea is that it, it's tuned to a frequency um, meant for like j this one. The sonic slider is um, <clears throat> just for like uh, face and body relaxation and rejuvenation. And you're uh -huh. supposed to like put it on your face or on your muscles or whatever. Different stuff with it. And um, it's supposed to improve your overall health mood pain relief lymph movement well you have to tell us know. how it helps 
Well, yeah, for sure. Supposed to use it like five minutes a day at least. All right. Interesting. Yeah, let us know. I'd love to try it if it works. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the super chats and everybody in DLive, obviously, for all the lemon throwing. I do appreciate it. Uh, Dylan Schumacher says, toxic masculinity. <laughs> Finally makes sense on some level, but I'm proud to have worn a mask exactly zero times since this pandemic started. Cheers. I wish I could say that, but I had to wear one once. And I do regret it, but no, we went to a doctor's office. Nissa had an appointment before we switched over to the midwives, and uh, it was required, and they didn't take my saying no. So congratulations to anybody out there who can say that. I think Karen can say that too, right, Karen? Yes. Impressive. Still. Still, Still, 100%. (laughs) But uh, still, if you think about the amount of time, 99.99999, at least I have that percentage. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here if there's anything else. I think that's it. Any final words from anybody? Did I miss anybody? No? If people want to support the show, they can do so through Patreon, which would be great. Patreon.com slash Jaronism. Everybody else has one too. Nur Paratotos, if you want to support. Thank you. Iru uh, slash Anthropology for Rodrigo. Karen, do you have one? Remind me the name. Yeah. Karen B. Karen B. Easy. All right, guys. It's been fun. I'm going to go do some swimming, and uh, we should see you Sunday. I don't know. I don't know what you guys have going. We'll see. Uh, if not, don't worry. Don't fret. Um, we're waiting for Bob to be ready to come back for Globebusters, uh, which should be sometime in August. So at least it's coming month. We will be back. But Bob's you got any news for him? Is he doing okay? Yeah, day? he's doing good. Just busy. I know that they have some... I don't know if it's like a storage They're shed or like to get a Denver today. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to leave Denver. They finished packing the trailer. The trailer, okay, so. that's what it is. I was gonna say a pod or something, but yeah, they're packing that. So. And then they're gonna move. And do they? They still don't know where they're going, Karen. Is that true? Uh, no, they have a place that they're gonna be staying at, but it's not permanent. Oh, they gotcha. don't have the, the forever place yet. Gotcha. So they're gonna be staying somewhere and then looking. Is basically what's going on. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. All right. Awesome. Uh, we look forward to having Bob back. I miss him, so I haven't talked to him in a little while. So. Bob, come back soon. Jaron is in P.O. Box 3044, Merced, California, 95344, if you want to mail me something. And that is it. I remind you guys to do your own research, because when you do, you'll never again believe what you've been taught. Uh, Till Sunday, guys. This has been Jaron and friends. Peace.